Welcome everyone to the Pro Wrestling Roll-Up, a TMOF Wrestling podcast here for all of your wrestling needs. Well, that's straight in with it, wasn't it? Yeah. Um... <laughs> no messing about. No, no talking about people's wives or nothing like that. Nothing, absolutely not. I don't want to be slapped. So around, <laughs> around the mic tonight. It's me, Ash, a.k.a. Will Smith. And I'm Russ, a.k.a. Chris Rock. So uh, you have joined us for the Pro Wrestling Roll-Up once again, we're here to talk about pretty much everything wrestling. It's a big week in wrestling, of course. WrestleMania week is upon us. We're already in it. Yeah, it's we're a long, in it. It's, it's a long week. We're in it. We're the tips in. We're in it. Um, <laughs> but it's WrestleMania week. Um, what a way to kickstart it with the Oscars. Who'd have thought that? Yeah, who'd have thought, eh? What a crazy, crazy. I mean, I just, I, I can't stop watching the video. Well, I, there is a wrestling connection, by the way. Well, yeah. Chris, Chris Rock was um, featured in the early days of TNA. That, well, yeah, and he was in the Longest Yard, which is basically a wrestling film. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he, and he got was... killed in that as well. <laughs> he did actually. <laughs> Spoilers. Sorry, it came out in two thousand five though. So if you haven't watched it at this point, God, it is that old, isn't it? Yeah, man, it's very, very old. Yeah. Ah, oh, crazy, absolutely crazy. But we're not here to discuss the uh, ramifications of the uh, altercation. At the Oscars, but um, my God, man, crazy, crazy stuff. Oh, by God, he did. <laughs> by God, that man has a family. Oh, right. Well, spe- <laughs> speaking of uh, families, one a member of the most illustrious wrestling family in history. We, we're going to go into it today. Triple H obviously announced his retirement. Oh, that's not who you thought you. That's not who I thought you were going to talk about when you talk about wrestling and family. And, you know. What royal families? Yeah. I have no idea who, who I, you're talking I, about. I don't, I'm thinking of Randy Orton. Yeah, it must have been Randy. Yeah, yeah it must have been. Um, but yeah, Triple H has announced. Uh, I, I guess officially announced his retirement from pro wrestling. So we've got that coming up today. Um, of course, we from the last episode, Scott Hall's condition at the time was um it was really sad yeah and obviously since the the um the podcast went out obviously the news had come out that scott hall had sadly passed away um i think we said pretty much all we kind of felt we needed to really last week on it just reflecting on his amazing career definitely um like i said i did watch the baby the baby cry cry match the baby cry match cry baby match (laughs) the baby cry match yeah, I think you well. You probably noticed because I use your network anyway. But yeah, I, I noticed. <laughs> and because um, I'm thinking, who watched Mania Ten? Because it weren't me. It's well, there you go. But um, yeah, really sad. And obviously, condolences once again to family and friends. It's, wrestling's taken a massive hit, um, and it's it's never anything you want to see. It's never anything you want to hear. But rest in peace, Scott Hall, man. Mm-hmm. Um. Following on from something else from last week, Ash, there was the the Big E incident. Um, I don't know if you saw this. Big E had, had, had a, he'd put out on Twitter on social media. It put out that he'd had a chat with with his doctor, mm. who essentially explained to him that because it, it was a C one vertebrae that was obviously yeah. at the centre of all of this, but with the fracture and the break, um, he he could have suffered a stroke and could have been left paralysed. Yeah, I had that. Um, he said it was really sobering news and, you know, it's sad actually hearing someone as positive as Big E 
you know, say that. But again, it's this reality of the situation, you know, like imagine hearing that, that you, you came that close to something catastrophic. Yeah, it just, it makes me just, I watching back up Matt Marston where he landed on his head and that didn't break his neck. Yeah, what happened to Big E did and it's just like, it's just, Anything can happen, and you just there's there's no way of knowing, is there? Like it's, wrestling is not. Um, you, you can you train all your life for wrestling, you can, and you, you can put hundreds and thousands of hours into it, but it's still dangerous, man. And sometimes things are not fully in your control, and, and things are, are going to happen. But you know, like we said last week, we can't criticize. You know, if people were safe or not during it, because we're not we're not trained professional wrestlers and it's not our place to say, but no. the only thing that we can do is again, wish Biggie the speediest of recoveries because he is one of life's national treasures, let uh, alone, um, <laughs> let alone wrestling. Yeah. So I got the feeling he might, he might appear in mania cause I don't know. I think it might be a bit soon and well, new day have a match. Well, Kofi and um, Xavier Woods have a match. Mm. So it's a possibility he could be there, but I don't mean I risk it. I doubt it. I doubt it. He needs to rest up, man. I'd rather see Biggie happy and healthy than see Biggie at WrestleMania. Simple as that. But um, obviously, with WrestleMania week here now in the present, we will be giving our WrestleMania predictions yeah. in the show. But we've got a lot of predictions to go through today. Gosh. So this, this is by the end of this week. I've got a very good chance of completely leaving you in the dust in predictions because I'm very got, confident that I'm going to beat you. Or we've got a bigger chance of being fucking useless again. I, what I think is going to happen is I think you're going to have your own baby cry match with yourself at home. Well... <laughs> when you're crying because I beat you in predictions because you're, you're, you're a bloody goof. At the, mi- at the minute, I'm not sure how I'm going to watch both days because I know I'm working on the Saturday and I finish early, I finish like nine and a half, nine. Mm. But I don't know I'm working the the, uh, the uh, and the Sunday, I think I'm mean, working that same time. It's a really weird thing yeah. over here with the UK. We've said it obviously before and everybody that listens that lives here in the UK, obviously, you know, you, you know the drill. It's difficult. You know, our, most of our pro wrestling content comes from the States. Therefore, we have to... Our lives kind of centre around the time differences. So, yeah, I mean, the Saturday, I probably will. You know, I, I'm I'm not going to be doing anything on the Sunday. I think I'm going to watch probably live Saturday night. Sunday night is unfortunately out of the question, hmm. um, just because I'll be working earlier in the morning. So it's got to be one of those. So it's going to be very difficult to avoid spoilers. And it's but seven, it is what it is. Seven matches per day. So yeah, which is what average for a normal pay per view. Yeah, I think it's going to be three hours a day, three and a half maybe. Depends. I, on, it depends on how long they want some matches to go. Through. Well, what was last year's? I mean, night one Ooh. excluded because you had that whole problem with the whole weather thing. I think it was like three and a half hours. I remember three thinking last year it was it was so much. It just felt so much easier to watch it. Yeah. So did the so did the first two day one in the performance center. Yeah, but. We shall see what WrestleMania brings us this year. It's um, whether you're a fan of WWE or you're not a fan of WWE, you cannot deny WrestleMania is the biggest wrestling show in the industry. 
Um, and you know, and I, I'm certainly one that soured on WWE in recent years, but I can't sit here and say that WrestleMania isn't the biggest show because it is. Yeah, there's no argument, and and there are facts to, to back that up. It, WrestleMania sells itself. Oh yeah, the most stupendous event of the year. Yeah, would you make the tagline stupendous? I mean, Vince said it's something. It's a word that never gets said, and he wants to use it. It was just fine. So it's just that then. Is yeah. it? Vince basically. Vince McMahon wanted to get the word stupendous over. I mean, it, it works. <laughs> stupendous. This year's WrestleMania will be stupendous. Do you reckon I can now be the uh, guy to fight Seth Rollins? I think it will be a debut. Um, I think, and I think for a good debut, you call the guy stupendous, right? Yeah. But I think you've got to take an established name. You know, like you do Pete Dunne and Butch, but you take an established name and you call him Stupendous. But I think you go the extra step and I think you take someone who has wrestling background, you know, even maybe like wrestling royalty. Um, someone like, I don't know, maybe like... Um, Rey Mysterio. No, not so much Rey Mysterio. Uh, I think maybe... Brock Anderson. Yeah, maybe... Well, I know Brock's in AEW. No one from AEW is going to show up in WWE. How do you know? Ah, uh, well... I don't know, well, but I just I just don't think it's going to happen unless they come in as stupendous. But well, they want well because um, <laughs> the Olympian uh, Gable Stevens is coming. Yeah, uh, so I mean, look, I, well, they want to change Chad Gable's name to Chad. Well, or back to Shorty G. Nah, it might be Shorty G because I'm like I'm liking the Alpha Academy at the minute. It's really. Fun. I like it. It's grown on me a lot more than I thought it would, which is which is you know it's definitely a plus and. And it proves to the guys involved. It but proves having a heel having an annoying catchphrase works. Our heels have had annoying catchphrases throughout history, and it's, it's it can work. Yeah, I mean, Triple H was a heel for the majority of his career, and you know he got over a lot of catchphrases. Although they were kind of like his monikers, really, his, his names. But you're never going to forget that sit down interview with Jr. when he debuts the game, basically the fucking game. I am the fucking game, Jr. I think that's probably our segue into Triple H then, and the sure um, the news that came out obviously after. Uh, what I mean, what what was his in ring career like in terms of how many active years? Because I know that uh, I think he was ninety two. Uh, I think it was like thirty. So it's like terrorizing in ninety two. Well, it was, ter- it was in WCW from ninety four to ninety five, I think. But he did like independent shit. So what we obviously know of Triple H, so trained by the uh, illustrious Killer Kowalski. Yes. And arguably probably the biggest name to have been trained by, by Killer Kowalski, but not the only one. Uh, no, Perry Sutton was one, um, China was another. Yeah. There's probably a lot more that I can't... Uh, but isn't, um... Yeah, I'm just... Well, I'm just bringing them up now, actually. So Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah. Fandango. Kofi da- Kingston, this. Damien Sandow. Yeah, I thought Sandow, because I'm sure they mentioned it when he debuted. Yeah, Eddie Edwards. Man, he himself was trained by Luthez. How about that? Yeah, that's cool. Crazy. But yeah, um, the career starts as terrorising, which I know he's always poked fun at that name ever since, but, you know, I'm in that very small minority. I think, <laughs> I think it's a pretty cool name. <laughs> Compared to what you get now, like you listen to like some of the names now, like we're bringing Butch back. If we can bring Butch back, we can bring Terrorizing, can't we? That probably, oh, I'd say because um, Triple H and Stephanie got 
daughters, aren't they? So they probably can't have their first male child. <laughs> terrorizing. He could be terrorizing if he does jump ship to AEW. If he goes up to AEW to be like the manager of, I don't know, FTR Varsity Blonde. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're trying to get Bret Hart in, aren't they? Is the yeah. room? Well, the Bret, word on Bret the Hart says I don't know anything about it, which is probably a lie because it's wrestling and they want to. Oh, they Bret. still want to. They still want to keep kayfabe alive. Bret, you work it well. Good. I'm glad. Oh, more power to him. But um, yeah, he's. But when he starts his career as terrorizing. In all fairness, you start your career there and you end up where where he is now. You know, and, and the career he's had. Well, what, was, what was his name? Um, um, John Paul Levesque. Well, I think it started as Jean Paul Levesque, wasn't it? That's WCWA. Which was, and he tags with Regal for a little bit, yeah. didn't he? Stephen um, Regal. I think that was a um, Ric Flair thing because obviously Paul Levesque is his real name. Yeah. And they thought he was French and spoke French, but. But obviously, him being called Hunter on WWE television for many years is then just the. I mean, because Triple H in once he debuts for World Wrestling Federation, he isn't Triple H at that point. He's just Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Yeah. Which is kind of the play on. It's bringing that same sort of character over from WCW, but you know, I guess then his time then once he was in with the Click and he kind of got in with those guys and was learning the business from them. You know, he he got kind of wise to it all and got savvier as it went along and he, he changed that character up obviously for the better because he wouldn't have got much mileage out of that which he obviously no. understood but it really just kicked off for him I think once Sean was kind of completely out of the picture and he was kind of the centrepiece of DX funny that isn't it well it is but I mean it's not to say though that he wasn't already on the up and up from you know no you don't, you don't I... when Sean was there because he, he was in the IC title picture, his stuff with Owen and stuff like that, that yeah, was, you know... But imagine if he won the King of the Ring in 96, weren't it? And we might not have had Steve Austin as Steve Austin. It is crazy. But then obviously the incident, the curtain call, mm. Madison Square Garden, um, the big sort of... I think we, we might have talked about this last week, talking about Scott Hall. I don't think we did. Did we not? Well, the, the, the incident, for those that don't know, for the curtain call, was in... Madison Square Garden at a house show. I guess it was just a house show, wasn't it? It was an untelevised yeah, it was, event. Um, it was Scott Hall and Razor Ramon. Um, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash's last night in the in the company. As Razor Ramon and Diesel and, uh, before they went to WCW. Yeah, and they wanted to. And it was what Sean and. Uh, so I think I think Hunter Hearst Helmsley and. I'm sure it was Sean Michaels versus Diesel in a cage match, but Razor Ramon fought Hunter Hearst Helmsley earlier that night. Right, yeah, and then they all come out after the match, and everybody hugs. And yeah. obviously, at the time, big big deal because you got faces, baby faces, and heels hugging each other in the ring at a time when kayfabe is still very much there. Yeah, or, although it's kind of there's now skepticism on it. That was kind of the well curtain call for it, but apparently it was all cleared by Vince. Apparently, he's so. happy for it, but obviously with. Uh, Razor and Diesel leaving the company again at this point they've, they're now debuting in uh, WCW as the Outsiders the rest of there is history uh, Michaels was on top as WWF champion so the story goes that there was only one other person to punish and it was Hunter I'm still confused on how they when the footage got released well I guess they probably thought that it wouldn't have been a problem because again it was an untelevised event and the idea of people bringing, you know, camcorders in those days 
for that to be the only bit of footage of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, out of all of the people that were there, it was just that one bit of footage. Because, whereas obviously that happens now, everybody's basically filmed it. Oh, yeah. Because people just live their lives on the phone, so... And it's... And since that, it's, un- it's not uncommon for it to happen more and more now. Well, no. But it's it's crazy. But that was kind of like, although that was sort of knocking him down... But the funny thing is, everyone says, oh, he got done, he got done badly. He was like, I see champion like two or three months after that incident. So yeah. it wasn't like he really got punished. Well, I suppose that's just, just the way they write the history. Yeah, it was only King of Ring. He was meant to win and that happened and they said, nah. They could have easily not given him anything else, but because his work got doing so well, yeah, and maybe because he was friends, just because he was friends with Sean. Well, that's I guess it's the equivalent of cutting your nose off to spite your face, isn't it? Well, that's like a, that's, a, that's a nose on him. <laughs> but you know, he's he's it's a hell of a career, man, and and you can't argue um, the impact that he's had on the business, not just from an in-ring standpoint, but. The work he's done with NXT, and even from like a childhood perspective, nobody out there can tell me that at some point or another you took in a big mouthful of a bottle of water and you didn't try and spray it like Triple H. Oh yeah. Did you ever? Can you do it? Well, well, not now because no one can see it. But no, but can you do it? Yeah. You can do it. Yeah. Right. What's going to happen is we are going to film this happening. So yeah. we need proof that you can do it. Well, okay, but... Um, Keep your eyes posted on social media. Triple Ash is going to spit water on his head. <laughs> you better be able to do it. When was the last time you even tried it? Probably, probably like yesterday. <laughs> yesterday? <laughs> no, I don't know when it was. <laughs> when she's walking to work. I'm sure everyone, I am the game when I came to play. I'm sure everyone does. I'm sure everyone's done it in like the shower or like... Um, <laughs> What are we talking about? The, the <laughs> oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah. No, everybody's tried it. Yeah. Everybody's tried it. And it's, you know, it's one of those things. And it's an iconic image. Especially, especially like, um, some of the mania entrances. Mm, yeah. Which, he only sort of, in recent years, that, that started to make that a thing. Uh, I feel, probably from Mania 30. No, well, hang on. Well, if you go through, in terms of Triple H, like, entrances, then, if you want to be on that that topic, before we go into, like, them big kind of, like, over-the-top ones... 17. 17, because when you're being played out, that's that's a big entrance. And having Motorhead play you out... Yeah, even though... But then, obviously, the following year, he's played out by Drowning Pool, um, which, you know, that's cool, man. I, I like Drowning Pool, but it's no Motorhead. And Triple H's theme is always the game by Motorhead. But they do have something in common. Neither of them need their lyrics their own song. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't need to. When you're no, levy, you can do what you want. I mean, a couple of years, they didn't... Like, 1920, no real special entrances. Then 21 was Motorhead again. Yeah, Motorhead again for 21. I or, I usually forget that one. I forget that he's been played out live three times at Mania. But and then 21. And then 22 was, was the, the controversial fir- Conan. I, I Yeah, I've heard people not liking it, but... That's all I heard. At the time, everybody hated the WrestleMania 22 entrance for Triple H. People hated it. Maybe because it was their debut of the King of Kings theme. I don't think it was... Well, people probably thought it was going to be like his actual theme, not the game. Well, it was for a bit, when the authority stuff come in, which is not a high point in the career. 
It's weird, though. Got to be honest. Not 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 a high point, but I thought it was more that people found it really cheesy. I thought people maybe if he had maybe if he come out as the math, mafia entrance and CM Punk had been on the you know right. side of his car, he'd have been all right, wouldn't he? But I didn't overly mind it. But then you know I I hundred percent see the WrestleMania thirty one as the pun intended, but the king of kings. Of all of his special entrances, that Mania Thirty One is. That's a great entrance. That's one of the. I think that's probably one of the best WrestleMania entrances of all time. Uh, he sh- never quite. I think. He never quite tops it. No, because twenty four he didn't have anything. No. Twenty five, kind of. He had the sledgehammer breaking the glass. Mm, oh yeah, I that's guess not so. really anything. I suppose it's probably counts as one, but, but it's, it's not. It's funny because he throws that you because it's you know it's pre-taped because he throws it. The sunshine where glass breaks, there's some glass. Then when they cut them again, there's no glass. Mm, yeah. Twenty six, nothing. But they had the pyro in the outside arena, which is like it's only twenty four. Yeah. Twenty seven. Twenty seven's for whom the bell tolls, and the guys come out in the shield in the shields. Yes. Not not the shield. Not the shield. Yeah. <laughs> just line up Roman Dean and uh, and Seth. No, just yeah, it was just like a again that kind of. Like medieval, I guess it was. That sort of like aesthetic to it. Yeah, 28 he had... 28 not, not I don't think there was, was there? Because it was just the Hell in a Cell then. Yeah. Which kind of was its own entrance. The, the Hell in a Cell had the entrance, actually. So it yeah. came down to Metallica's... Um, memory Remains. Memory Remains, yeah. Uh, 29 when he got fr- um, burnt by his... Yeah, entrance. by the dry ice. Yeah. It and still then, went like 25 minutes with Brock Lesnar. I know. And 30, of course, which we said, which yeah. was the also kind of a big technical, technically a debut for Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss and Sasha Banks, because they're the three yeah. ladies that you see. And it's obvious you could tell it's Charlotte because she's like two foot taller than the other two. <laughs> yeah. But no, man, that was a c- cool entrance. Especially, especially after that bit and they had the those lights. Yeah. Because I remember we watching like, wow. It was awesome. Yeah. Well, the first time they kind of really started using the laser lights. 31's entrance, yeah, the Terminator thing. Yeah. And also kind of left a bit of a bad taste because Sting all, all day long should have gone over there and Sting should have had the bigger entrance, really. But Well, I didn't like Sting's is. entrance because it was... It was some, kind of hard. It was Samurai, weren't it? Nothing to do with the character at all. It was it was a bit strange, but... Then 32 was the... Um, I did quite like this one. It was that Stephanie, big Stephanie, Stephanie monologue. That was, yeah. a good, that was a good... I Heel. did quite like that. It went on a little long, but... So did the match. It, yeah, exactly. But it was... I did like it. Um, and I think... Was the following year on the... The like bikes. The, the bikes, with, yeah. With Stephanie as well. With Steph. 35 with the bike again. Bike again. But the best part was after this entrance, Michael Cole, Michael Cole goes, how cool was that? <laughs> 36, obviously, nothing. Um... No, that was his last mini match, Batista, twenty eighty five. Yeah, crazy mm. when you think about it. It was thirty five. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it's it's come about. I would imagine in light of of recent events. Again, he he suffered. Um, was I mean, was it actually a heart attack? It wasn't really a heart attack, was it? It was. I think it was a heart attack. But it was it a was, cardiac issue. Yeah. Um, but he had the defibrillator in himself. So I would <sighs> say that was kind of heart attack as. Man, well, I, th- as long as the guy's doing well, but the impact that he's had on the industry is 
tenfold. I mean, we've just sat there and talked about him spitting water in his entrances at Mania. Yeah. And that's like not even a, a dent on the legacy the man's had. I mean, from DX to Evolution. And Evolution brought about Randy Orton, brought right. about Batista. Yeah. Revitalised Ric Flair. You know? Big faction, loved it, loved the entrance music. Tip-top favourite vocals of all time. Um, you, can, you can listen to that top ten. Yeah, if you want to. <laughs> uh, also, the thing, the things that he, the injuries he went through, like doing his quad twice. Do you know? The, and the bad thing is, you never want anybody to get injured. Like we said about the Big E thing, it's yeah. it's so because sometimes some of the simplest stuff can be devastating. But in a really weird way, the quad injury, that first one mm. in two thousand one is almost kind of was almost kind of like a blessing for him in a weird way only in the sense that it, it brought about because man you've got to admit and especially because you know being a kid at the time as well but even going back as an adult still appreciate those promo packages we can rebuild him you know, it was, uh, yeah, that was the second time, though, wasn't it? The, well, the second time for that one, but it's it was no, it was the first one, wasn't it? I thought it was the second one. Uh, it didn't matter because the first, the first, the fact that he did his quad in that tag match with one of the, one of the best Raw matches of all time. Yeah, which they obviously can't talk about now because it's Benoit. Yeah, and technically because Jericho, but you know, um, and the fact he keeps going and like takes a. Walls of Jericho. The fact that he keeps going and takes a Walls of Jericho. I, I know it's on with the, a torn quad. I know it's on the announcer's desk and all that. And does, does that make the move more devastating? <laughs> yeah. But still. I th- I'd argue that after the... Because it was a shame with what happened at Mania 18 because it shouldn't have been the main event. No. It is one of those. And I think he, he knows that himself now and has admitted that himself. Like, it's, it's hard because... Like nothing was ever going to follow Rock and Hogan, no. ever in a million years. But this was, and a... he had the same problem with Randy. Yeah, at Mania twenty five, following Taker Michaels because he had anything to follow that. Just no, but this was never going to do. It. The, well, the first times when they kept going, the person who wins the Rumble will main event, and then yeah, yeah, and then basically after what what was it like after the Rey Mysterio, it really didn't happen again. You get the odd one where the Rumble winner would. It depends if how big that angle is going to be, isn't it? Because that's the trouble. Sometimes, sometimes there is something that's bigger than the title picture. Yeah, and I think that's that's fine sometimes for a WrestleMania because you will tend to see those larger than life matches. But because it's funny, isn't it? There's been some blips, but then it, it's, it, it is hard and it's a weird one because he's also had the this stigma of being the guy to bury people like that was like one of the old um the old wives tales isn't it like that we even you know we used to say it back in the day like oh man i'm sick of seeing triple h coming out and just burying people don't you know how hot i got that that i can't remember where this was it must have been 2007 time but i think paul london and brian kendrick when they were tagging come out and made a save on triple h and he just turned around and just pedigreed them both that does sound right. And I was like, why? <laughs> why is he done? Why? What, what does it serve? What purpose does it serve? Burying people. But it was. It was a huge thing. And the, I think there is an argument for it. I mean, we've said before, he absolutely tore through the WCW roster. Yeah. Um, that reign of terror. 2003, really, all that. Wow. Yeah, I mean, well, from the fall of... Well, two, that, well, well really. Once, once 
September when he won the given the first world heavyweight title mm. WWE but during that run he did it was he, that throat injury from the first chamber match and so yeah. he could go in for like 40 minutes <clears throat> yeah and then during that reign of terror again like a few months later he torn his groin and I don't think I don't think people are going to call into question though like the man's no but I'm just saying he had these injuries yeah, and he, and he kept going. Yeah, no, but I don't think people are going to call into question how tough he is. But it well, it was even that time we tore his was it his tricep or bicep during that oh really was that, bad uh, tag match. Yeah, crown jewel wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. And then you saw that massive bruise he had. Yeah, that looks that looked like it sucked as well. Yeah. But there any terror? Uh, the Kevin yeah. Kevin Nash is probably the only person in that feud I can believe he should have beaten. Booker T, no. Uh, that's the only thing for me. I don't mind having a long reigning heel champion because it, I mean, it works for Reigns. Yeah. For example, and it, it can work for people, but it just, it was one of those where, like, when the time is right to pull the trigger on someone, that's when it should have been done. And the Booker T one, I don't, I think that is what was like the, the icing on the cake. And then you top it off with the Katie Vick stuff. And it's like it's yeah. not, you know. There's 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 a few things in there, a few rotten apples to kind of spoil the whole thing. Almost Beating for Goldberg people. in the chamber without the fact he won that match with not with only hitting one thing. I didn't even mind that Triple H retained in the chamber because he got all the interference from Evolution. But it was meant. It wasn't meant. It was meant to be him and Goldberg one on one, but because he'd done his groin. Mm. What did you think of that? Um, those biker short. Triple H. I never knew why at the time. I had no, no I, idea. I didn't know, but... I just thought it was a new... You know, because Triple H had gone for that new kind of clean look. He'd got rid of the beard. He was kind of trying to, like, make his hair nice again. Mm. You know, and he was coming out with, like, the purple, pinky purple sort of pants and then the and the red ones. And then it all of a sudden, yeah, just turned into them short. But I, I never knew it was because of a groin no, I didn't, injury. I, wouldn't, I didn't know about it until, like, four or five years later. Which, is, again, is crazy because he still went out there and... Well, yeah. he he did in that. That's what happens from years of suck it, I guess. Well, that, that, it's funny because well, because <laughs> that's like I said, that chamber match. All he did was hit Goldberg in the head with a sledgehammer and won. He didn't do anything at all. Yeah, but then uh, you know Goldberg once lost to a tape, but by being tasered. So yeah, WCW, you know, wrestling's silly, but that's sometimes why we love it. Um, but no, I, I, in terms of that rain, there was some good stuff come out of it, you know, and there's good stuff to remember out of it because that chamber match is amazing and it was cool seeing Michaels win it whether he wanted to have won that or not you know it was a cool moment he is responsible for some really cool moments and the thing is if it wasn't for him being world champion then we wouldn't have seen the yeah it was him that dropped it to Benoit at 20 and obviously at the time that was a really really cool moment really cool moment and then obviously then passing the torch to Batista so the following year Mania, and then had a really he's he's, he's, he, the, he's him and Big Show in it that have the worst Mania records. He has got one of the worst ones, yeah. I mean, but again, that kind of because he's been a heel most of his career, it makes sense that he's the one that you know you get beat on the big stage. But that's why it didn't make sense with the Booker T one. But I think he's lost more as a face at Mania than he did a heel. Yeah. Still though, the man's career, his legacy precedes him at this point. But I don't think I think you can easily turn the argument around once you get to the NXT era. Once he took the reins of that, you can't say the guy buried people. The guy made people. Oh no! And when people, the like, guy made the company, and he made people. Yeah, because 
I think what NXT did in 2014-15 and then until when it before it became 2.0 I think that put people liking Triple H higher than before I think it definitely did and I think it turned a lot of people around on him yeah especially me and this is you know I again I really hate the authority stuff that was what that was the time when I really started to kind of be like I don't think this is the same anymore like I don't think this this is the same WWE anymore mm. and I know that happens for all the generations in different eras I know it does but it kind of it really switched me off because I just didn't like it and it went on for so long but the irony of it is is that one of the guys involved for turning me off to the WWE was the one that was turning everybody on to NXT. Yeah. And actually, NXT was already a thing at this point, and it was a laughing stock. It really was. It wasn't it. It was. It was ridiculous. Well, well but the, before it became the NXT, we all would know. It was before the yeah before then, but it was it was a joke. Yeah. It I mean, was. But a then joke. again, it did give us Brian Danielson and the, the Nexus. It's good. Yeah. No. You've prime got time to, players. Got to find good things in bad situations. You got to you got to find the positives, right? Eli Cottonwood. Huh? Eli Cottonwood. And you're like, what? Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> the guy, the, if you don't know, this is the guy that had to do a 15 second promo about having a mustache. He still didn't have one. We fucking did. <laughs> he was like seven foot tall as well. So. But Matt, he, he turned NXT into the alternative for pro wrestling fans. Like, even within WWE, NXT was the place to go if you loved pro wrestling because you were guaranteed every week to get a good show and they were an hour long yeah an hour long nice easy viewing not three hour long roars not two hour long smackdowns not no one knows how long main events because it just sort of exists you know and I'm not knocking people that end up being on main event a lot but it's just a lot there's a lot of content out there and it's all very samey NXT felt so different and so refreshing and it's not just Triple H that's responsible for that. It was the crew that he brought in. Yeah, Regal. Later as Road Dog and later Shawn Michaels and you know, but they, they had a good damn crew down in NXT. And for most people, people like Adam Cole, uh maybe like a Keith Lee, all those lot wouldn't be Not as not as yeah, not as clued up with them. No. Not not a lot of them. It's the like, first time loads of people would have seen them. When Keith Lee and Riddle kind of debut, because they debuted pretty close together. Yeah. I'd heard a little bit about Riddle because I knew he was a former MMA fighter, but that was that was literally it. I didn't really know anything about Keith Lee. Same same with uh, in the earlier days, like with um, Balor. Yeah. And, uh, well, mind you, though, Balor would it was see it's, it's weird, isn't it? Because like you, you bring these guys in, that was almost like what kind of helped make NXT so special because it was those types of fans watching it. Like you knew who Prince Devitt was. Yeah. And even if you didn't really watch a lot of it, you'd have seen like some of the cool paint he'd be coming out with in Japan. That's that's basically what I knew him more of before. But but it gets him out there yeah. and it gets him recognised. But the thing is, then he shows up in NXT, like, oh, I know that guy. Oh, this mm. is pretty cool. Let's see what he can do. And then Samoa Joe coming into NXT. Big deal. You mm. know, people know Samoa Joe. Shinsuke. Shinsuke coming in. It was like you're bringing in all of these kind of like what they used to call the internet darlings. As though it was like a, a bad thing, like a derogatory term. But now it was actually like, no, we're going to reward you for liking pro wrestling. Here we go. We're going to put them all in one place and we're going to let, you know, just let them go. 
And yeah, it worked, they, they man. Him go. And then they did let him go, I guess. Yeah. Not all it's of pretty, them. Not all of them, no. But it's, it's, it's some good damn memories, man, from NXT. And we wouldn't have that without Triple H. So, um, we honestly, I, genuinely, I think we could probably sit here all day talking about Triple H's career. Could do. Maybe maybe do a retrospective like we did with Kenny Omega. Yeah, maybe we will at some point. Maybe we'll do a I, YouTube I like to, thing. I'd like, or... like to do more of those type of episodes again. Yeah, they're pretty fun. But maybe we should review some of the matches. Like his four... <laughs> four... What was it? Is it four out of ten? It was a four out of ten, wasn't it? Uh, Hell yeah, in the Brett, Cell. Yeah. Four out of ten Hell in the Cell match. I do love Bret Hart, and he is absolutely one of the best ever, but um, I think four out of ten was a bit harsh. <laughs> um, I'm sure there's some WCW matches that we've got to talk about. I wonder... Because you never hear about anything Triple H ever did in WCW. I've seen ever. The only WCW match of his I think I've seen is um, one with Road Dog on like Saturday Night Show in '94. Nah. He might, he might be on a WCW pay per view, but I'm not sure. I honestly couldn't tell you. Honestly, couldn't tell you. I know he definitely had the pedigree then. Everything. All of my memories for Triple H is all within WWF, WWE. All of them. And I, I, I think we should do like a, not a top 10, but like do 10 Triple H matches. I mean, there is a lot that you could put in there, but it, I did say for a long time, Triple H was one of those where like he was never, he was never usually the match of like the night. If that makes sense, which is weird. Because he's a he's a big main event player, but you, can you really name many pay per views where Triple H's match was the match of the night? I've got one, and it's the um, match against Mick Foley, Cactus Jack at Royal Rumble two thousand. That one, the Hell in a Cell. Uh, I the Hell in a Cell, yeah. Um, probably the Iron Man against Rock. The Iron Man against Rock, yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Obviously, the matches were take mania. But what I'm saying, I'm not trying to put him down. But when when you say like put him up against Michaels, but there was how many to how many shows has Michaels been in where it show, stole the show? Like you could you can start listing them off so quick. Yeah. But you have to really start thinking about Triple H's. I feel because well the, the thing about Triple H, the, the, some of his matches were the best of the night. I don't think he ever had a match of the year. Kind of like what the Catcher Jack one was. But I don't think he... I don't think he really had the, the performance. He was a different kind of... Yeah. Where, you know, we go... Like, you know how like with Foley at Helen Cell, the first, the, with the Taker, and you have like some of the like... And then the other one, like Shawn Michaels at Survivor Series 03, but the performance. Yeah. Go, that, that's why he's one of the best. I don't think there was ever a trip, apart from like, funny enough, it's only when he got injured, like the the elevation chamber, uh, backlash with over the rock. In I was going to say, do you know, and it's like what going back to what you just said, harkening back to that with carrying on after the he tore his quad. Yeah, those things you remember Triple H for, which I guess you remember him for grit. And to be fair, it is something that probably is lacking in today's products. I know that's come up a bit recently, but um, like a Triple H works then, but you know you're not going to get the same now. But it's nice. it, but it worked then because there was grit and Triple H was a gritty character, same way that like Stone Cold was. But 
I think they were quite similar in terms of like you'd never remember it wasn't always necessarily his what he was doing in the ring but it was just the character the persona like the water spitting the sledgehammer the um I, well, I, I guess being murdered in the car when it got Austin let it go you know but the whole, yeah. the run like being ran over Katie Vick it's not a good thing but it's you remember that stuff with Triple H he provided like the initial marrying Stephanie well yeah man it was like it was it's bathed in controversy a lot of his stuff but it's just it's memories that you can you can vividly pull back on and go yeah man that was Triple H that's the attitude error and he and he's he's absolutely a Mount Rushmore of the attitude error Oh yeah. Um, maybe one day we'll review his role in Chaperone. Mm, all right. I'll tell you what. I'll do a deal. We'll do his role in Chaperone if we can do his role in Blade Trinity. What was the other one he did? WWE one inside. Was it Inside Out? Um, I can't remember another one he did. Did he do another he, one? He did. He did two movies like the same. When he did the Chaperone, he did. I want to say it's Inside Out. But inside Out. It was definitely a second movie. Pixar film, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but there's definitely, I'm definitely sure there was an Inside Out. Man, I know. And also, before we sort of like turn it into TMOF wrestling, and we were three men, one fall. Of course, courtesy of your brother, who I'm going to ask you to plug now, so you've got to remember, try and remember his stuff again. Did you say Curtis Hughes? Huh? Did you say what? Was? What? what? What was that name again? When? A minute ago. Which one? I thought you just said Curtis Hughes. Curtis Hughes? Yeah. You're hearing things. Because he was a um, manager of, of um, Inside Out. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Inside all right, fine, fair enough. No, I just said you got to plug your brother in a minute. Why? Because we're talking about <laughs> bringing up the first uh, theme song we had. No, oh, fair enough. The Triple H one, which was made by your brother. Yeah. Who you can find on. Whatever he's on. <laughs> You're the worst promoter. <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't know what he's on. Apart from, I don't think he's not on Spotify. Doombia music. Yeah, just find... Doombia. Google it and find it. Google it and find it. Good stuff, Ash. Well done, mate. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, even that, man, we had to We had to have my time. My time. Well, obviously a version of it, but... I still like that one. He's always going to be remembered with Motorhead the game, but pretty much all Triple H entrance songs have been iconic. Minus maybe the Drowning Pool rendition of there the was, game. There was one between DX and My Time, which wasn't that memorable, but I can't, I can't remember how it goes. There was two versions of My Time, wasn't there? Is there? There's two different versions, yeah. Mm. I'll play it here after. But you can find them on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you guys are listening to, which is also where you can find us, the Pro Wrestling Roll-Up, a TMOF wrestling podcast. <laughs> We're on Apple, Spotify, Amazon. What's that? I've forgotten. I ain't done that for a long time, trying wow. to list them all off. But we're wherever you get your podcasts, obviously, as you know, because you're listening to this one. Um, but while you're... If we can take a moment now before we move on, um, just to let you know that you can... Uh, follow, like, subscribe, or whatever the lingo may be for whichever platform you listen to us on. That would be very much appreciated. Also, on Apple and Spotify, you can leave five-star reviews. I you can have. You can leave a four if you want to. Brett did. No, he would have given us 1.5. <laughs> 
That sounds fair, to be honest. Uh, would, that, would, would that be the equivalent of a four I mean, to ten? I guess so, yeah. Roundabouts, isn't it? But no, if you could, we'd be very much appreciative um, of your time. But, you know, coming this far and listen to us, we appreciate you already. So thank you very much. But yeah, man, the game. People say game over right now. But I think it's game complete. How about um, that? How about that for a nice little pure ending for you? Do you like that? I guess that works. <laughs> Ash, is there anything else big in the old wrestling news before um, we go into our hundred predictions? Well, I guess we could talk about Hall of Fame because we're not gonna. We can't predict that. We can. Well, we could. <laughs> we can predict what the, where they come out. We can predict how long they're all gonna be. Who well, do you think is gonna be the longest? Taker. I, don't, I reckon he'll keep it short. Well, it depends how long they they have the show on for. Nah, Taker ain't going to go out there and talk forever. I I can't see that happening. Because um, a few more names have been added. Um, the Warrior the Warrior Awards going to um, yeah, Shad Gaspard, yeah. and that honestly couldn't go to anybody more deserving. No, um, I'm a bit kind of who got, I can't tell you who got it last year, but I, you kind of wish it was that time last year, but. Come obviously today for them. Why they didn't do it? And Wait, it didn't happen last year, though, did it? It was last year. What the Hall of Fame? Because obviously they had to do two in one, didn't they? Because they couldn't do twenty twenty. Oh, the you're right. Yeah. Oh. But then again, the like we say, reserve is reserved, and another, definitely hundred percent. Never Hall of Fame for this year. And I'm looking forward to this one the most. Steiner Brothers. It was it was on the cards, wasn't it? We were yeah, just waiting was, for the it, confirmation. It really, yeah. It's just the fact that how are they going to let Scott Steiner talk? I think well, that's good. I'm just I'm just waiting for him to when he does his end, when he do his time to talk. <laughs> Give me the fucking mic. <laughs> huh? They have moderators though, don't they? They have people go over like the scripts, that, especially the, especially the stuff Scott Steiner said about Triple H and Steiner. Oh my dear, could you imagine? Scott Hall, um, going back to him, but the, I can't remember who the guy was, but I was reading it on Twitter. I'm really sorry I can't fully credit it, but it's it's the actual, the actual guy, the writer, um, that was assigned to Scott Hall's Hall of Fame speech. All right. Um, and he said, like, you know, Scott had already prepared his speech out. It was already really well written, but they, they're basically they're guys to go in there and help them structure it, you know, so it becomes, you know, because I guess kind of like a promo, isn't it? Yeah. They don't want them to go out there on... Um, I guess live TV, isn't it? And then just sort of, it will just fall apart and look silly at your own Hall of Fame. So, you know, I can understand that. It's there, there to help you. But um, he said that Scott, you know, there was very, very little involvement. Scott had, had sorted it all pretty much himself. But the most important thing that he came out with at the end, apart from obviously Scott being a really great guy, um, was that uh, Scott's, Scott, Scott Hall's uh, perception of the Hall of Fame was everyone talks too much. Oh, they do. And that's why his was so quick. So he, he just understood it. So I think, I don't know, I guess that's probably um, a factor people think about now. So they probably, like, you don't probably want to be the guy that went on, like, for too long. No. You don't want to be known as that guy. What was it? I, Rick Flair was, like, an hour and a bit for his. That's, yeah, but back that, reckon, for a long yeah. time. When Vince, do you remember when Vince McMahon had to come out? Very long time, man, yeah. Um, but more about Mr. T. Oh, and his mum. Oh, I think my mama. Oh, I think. <laughs> Who else did he think? 
fucking everyone. You know, he didn't fuck me. No, he fucked his mum like, <laughs> and I think about my, I think about my mum on Mother's Day, on Father's Day. Yeah. <laughs> I know we laugh. Day. I know we laugh, man. And I, but the thing is, like, it's real sweet what he's saying, and it doesn't matter, man. You, there's no age, no age to be too old to to show appreciation to your mum or your dad or any of your loved ones, but. You know, this was the this was WWE Hall of Fame. We just wanted to move on, and he was just—it's just funny, isn't it? It's just funny. But Hall of Fame is always nice. I think it's a shame that there isn't like a physical Hall of Fame. It's not like WWE couldn't do something like that. They absolutely could. Maybe they will. Um, but you know, it's nice to see people that are you know do their their just deserves and and actually get them. But, um, you know, like we said, Taker's overdue, Vader's overdue. Steiner Brothers definitely deserve being in there for short of a run they had as a tag team. But I think inducting them as a tag team is yeah. the best thing to do. And, and it would only have happened because of Braun Breaker. Well, and there you go. Braun Breaker is actually the healer of relationships, I guess. So we'll see what yeah, happens. Because going back to Triple H, it sounds like he was the one that always would... Um, he was the one the reason why... Bruno Sammartino was in the Hall of Fame, and yeah, you hear it all, don't you? Who was it? There was a few more, weren't there? Like, I think it was like Larry Sibisco was another one they didn't have a good history with, but they you know, Triple H sorted that one out. That's crazy, isn't it? When you think about it. Yet now he's sort of, well, I don't want to say kicked the sideline. Obviously, he's announced his own retirement. Right? We just talked about Triple H, but it's just it feels weird, doesn't and it? And if the thing everything is, sort of turned out, but and wouldn't Triple H be the only? first three-time Hall of Famer because he's going to go in for himself because he's been in DX and was it the click uh, did the click go in or was it just DX actually thinking about it it was just DX wasn't it NWO no he was never in it maybe that's why I'm thinking he was in he's already been in it twice it's DX yeah it was only DX wasn't it yeah it was DX because remember Billy Gunn was there when he was under contract with AEW <laughs> you can't found <fail> me <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. But yeah, Hall of Fame. And the Hall of Fame will be on Saturday. Oh, no, it won't be. The Hall of Fame will be on Friday. No, it won't be on Thursday. It's on Thursday? Know. I don't know. It's on Friday, isn't it? I'm sure it's Friday. I'm sure. I'm sure it's the same a... night as SmackDown and uh, Ring of Honor's Super, well, Supercard of Honor. There is, there is somewhere that has the list online. The Hall of Fame is one day this week, so you can go and watch that. Um... <laughs> I'll share one thing with you. Biggest thing that I liked in wrestling this week. Go on. Aside from MJF's interview, where he absolutely put WWE over to the moon, and I think that's just brilliant MJF. Ah, it's a work. Oh, yeah, but that's brilliant MJF. Um, Do you know what I love? Actually, it was in the last couple of weeks. I love the Wardlow stuff. Right. For AEW. Just give them a little bit of love in this one because it's very WWE heavy. I love, 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 love what Jericho's now done as a heel. This is where he needs to be. The whole sports entertainer thing's genius. I, I think we talked about it briefly last time. Well, you talked about the formation of the yeah. JAS, but um, I think that's really, really cool, man. And I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes because it looks like they're going to that's going to become a rivalry, I guess, with like Jericho's guys, the sports entertainers, going up against Regal's guys, and I guess, who are the pro wrestlers. Um, I like their name. 
the Blackpool Combat Club. Mm. What do you genuinely like it? Yeah. People, a lot of people hate it. Well, they they're stupid. <laughs> Is that just bias though? Because it's English. Probably, but I think I've, I've the, a bit of bias. We love well, it. I, I, I just thought it was funny, even though there's only one person from Blackpool in it. Well, well he's not even from Blackpool. No, he's Birmingham lad. <laughs> no, but he's he's always been billed from Blackpool. Yeah. But he is from Birmingham, Birmingham. Um, did you see the uh, going back to the Jericho and the Sports and Summer? Did you see the thing on Twitter? Which one? Um, you got Jer- you got to narrow that down. <laughs> Punk Punk put on pro wrestling and Jericho put. Sports Entertainment, and then Will Ospreay put um, Men in Underwear. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, it's good fun, isn't it? you got to love it when it's like that. But yeah, I, I do. I, I think it's going to... I could see that leading down to like uh, another Blood and Guts thing. You know, they'll take Blackpool Combat Club. Blackpool Combat Club. See, that's, that's my issue with it. It's got to be BCC, I guess, isn't it? Which is like to do with emails, so it sounds a bit weird. But <laughs> the BCC uh, versus the JAS, I think in blood and guts down the road. Possibly. It's got to be, isn't it? It's, it's got to be that, the purest of pro wrestlers versus the sports entertainers. You, you got to do it. You got to do it. So, but so they're just ignoring the other people from. Um, you're going to ignore like um, what Santino and Ortiz and. Um, Eddie Kingston's going to do with them. No, I think it could all play into... Well, if you think about it, how many people was in Blood and Guts before? Look, this is our big prediction. Before we well, go into predictions, we're going to predict Blood and Guts before, way before it even becomes a thing. So how many people was it? So Inner Circle was five members, right? WCW was five and five. And yeah, yeah, but what was... What's was it, eight, it was always four and four, though, weren't got, it? It's got to be AEW, though, so go by their rules. It's five, it was five and five, wasn't it? Yeah, but I'm just saying it's right. usually so, four and four. Blackpool Combat Club is going to be made up. Their team is going to be Moxley, Danielson, Kingston, which makes sense, and Pride, uh, Proud and Powerful, Santana and Ortiz. Well, then that's, get- a, that's a five. That's a five-man unit. So then all these guys need is the cells because that's a five-man unit. Done. When, um, Look at when, that. When they're trying to get Dante Martin, though. Tony, pin me, pay me. <laughs> Dante Martin. You mean Wheeler Utah? Possibly, and so many names. Wheeler, yeah, from Best Friends. So many names are so familiar. Yeah, they probably will, but they all it will grow on its own, won't it? But from a story perspective, it makes more sense to put because I mean, Kingston and Moxley were a tag team, and that that's not really been explained away. Well, they're not now. No, they just sort of like they veer off into these other directions. So yeah. you know, if they can tie it up nicely there, then it will make sense. But I think that's a good way to do it. Possibly. Um... AEW, of course, this week you have Dynamite and Rampage, so that's some more for your WrestleMania week. But predictions-wise, Ash, should we just go into We've got three wrestling shows we're going to do predictions for. Yeah. Uh, well, technically four, because we've got two nights' worth of WrestleMania. We're yeah. going to be predicting uh, the NXT... It's not TakeOver, but it's Stand and Deliver. But it's the first NXT show... Premium live event whatever you want to call it it's, a pretty, it's not what I want to call it it's what they want to call it I want to call it a pay-per-view yeah. well actually it was a network exclusive yeah should we call it a network exclusive that, yeah go on the first post Triple H era and as well the, and it's the first one in a proper crowd since the first takeover since well whatever you want to call it in a crowd since New Orleans good luck to all the guys and gals no, on it no Portland sorry good luck to everybody on it honestly I genuinely I mean it but they've got some big big boots to fill because yeah. Triple H put on some, I mean, was there ever a bad takeover? 
There were some not great, but they're all they were like at least one good match. You say not great, but then you're whole, you've got a you start holding them in really high regards because of all the others that were literally out of this world spectacular. So, you know, I think it's it's difficult because they're all on such a high pedestal. But yeah, we're going to be doing predictions for that one, and of course, then we have uh, Supercard of Honor, which. If you want, Ash, we can just start with that one. We said last week, obviously, Tony Khan has purchased Ring of Honor. Big, big news. Big implications for the future. Uh, Supercard of Honor. This is actually going to be the 15th Supercard of Honor show. Right. So, uh, here's a pay-per-view. It's going to be taking place on 1st of April, which is going to be this Friday. We're recording this on the 29th of March. We usually say that beginning, but, you know, we want to do it an hour in, or do it an hour in. An hour? Well, near enough. Um, How long do we, talk? we, we just talk, don't we? Garland, What's Texas, <laughs> from the Curtis Colwell Centre. I'll go through the matches, Ash. This is no particular order, but um, the announced matches so far, there are six of them. You can imagine there's you know a very very large amount of AEW injection in there. Well, from what I've seen in the card, it looks more like AEW versus Ring of Honor. Well, there's going to be a degree of that, but remember, nobody's really well as far as we were made aware. But nobody's contracts is the Ring of Honor because they were all no sort of cut loose from there. But um, we've got Ash newly debuted to uh, AEW Swerve Strickland, and he's going to be taking on Alex Zane. Who do we think is picking up the win there? Strickland. Yeah, I'm saying Strickland. I think because it's weird because you kind of I am kind of looking at this to a degree that I guess Tony's booking this. I'd imagine. Yeah, he's the booker. So if he's booking the card, this is a big first test for him, but if he's booking the card, he's not going to deliberately make all the AEW guys go over. If he did, then I think we've got an issue. But um, Swerve's doing pretty well on Rampage. It'd be a weird thing to sort of cut his momentum short there. Yeah, um, I think so. Especially the big reveal. Well, (laughs) yeah. Well, I think, yeah, Swerve Strickland. Um, second, up next, Mercedes Martinez takes on Willow Nightingale. Uh, this is going to be to determine the interim Ring of Honor Women's World Championship. Yeah. Because um, it's Donna Parazzo who's the, the main champion, but I don't think they've really got her yet because she's still kind of impact. She is still impact, yeah. So if it's an interim one, I guess then... I guess they'll do what sort of did like with TNT stuff. Could do. What? Until Diana comes through, or maybe she drops it to someone else that can come through, I guess. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Um, I'll go for Nightingale just to mix it up. I've got a feeling it's going to be Martinez. I don't know. It's tough, that is, isn't it? It is tough. Do you know, no, do you know what? I am. No, I'm saying Willow. No, no. I'm th- I can. I can change it right now. I can't change it after. I've changed it. Mm. Fuck me. Do what you want. <laughs> it's a bit camp, wasn't it? Willow Nightingale. We're both going for the same thing. Right, speaking of Wheeler Uter, Ash, uh-huh. singles match for the Ring of Honor Pure Championship. It's going to be the champion, Josh Woods, reigning and defending against Wheeler Uter. I think it's going to be retained. I think Wheeler. And I think Wheeler, because I think it's going to tie into this whole William Regal thing, which works kind of perfectly... <clears throat> with the, I suppose, the pure championship. I mean, the pure championship so far just being good wrestling, so I've expected to continue. Which is great, and I like Wheeler, but he's an interesting addition to the mm. pure championship match, I've got to be honest. 
And once again, this is going back to my AEW versus Ring of Honor card. Because mm. I don't think... Um, Most of it is. I don't think... Jo- uh, what's his name? Josh Woods has been on. It might have been on... I don't think he's been, even been on... Dark. I don't think he's been on any of them. No. Um, but, well, there's an AEW versus AEW match now with Jay Lethal versus Lee Moriarty, uh, who will be accompanied by Matt Seidel. That pairing is obviously very much an AEW thing. Yeah. Um... But the thing, look, I mean, look, we say that, and I, I say it, I'm jesting, really, because to say Jay Lethal now is an AEW guy, he's a ringer, he's he's going to be a Ring of Honor guy through and through. Yeah. and The though, same way, though, he was a TNA guy. But he's more, I say, more people know now for Ring of Honor run, because it was a long, long run. If people didn't know he was the same, the same person as uh, Black Machismo. <laughs> yeah. I honestly, I just, to, in all fairness, though, I'm not going to jump on this whole like it's all going to be AEW guys. Like, well, obviously, most of it is, but then a lot of AEW guys have come from Ring of Honor, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, but then also at the same time, you don't want just that. You know, this has got to be this has got to be the start of something new, a new Ring of Honor. So we we've got to sort of like, you know, we want familiar faces there, but we want new faces too. We want to see where this is going to go. You know, you got to keep it. It's got to be fresh. And the thing is, Jay Lethal's never one of these people that have been brought in that the internet doesn't think has been treated better than he probably should be but there's an argument for it but I in all honesty I think Lee Moriarty's winning that one anyway I think he goes over Jay Lethal it's an up and coming talent possibly but I'm going for Lethal I just think he needs it even though he said when he joined AEW that he would never go back to Ring of Honor (laughs) obviously get bought by AEW so he's going back to Ring of Honor so he's yeah he's back (laughs) Well, what I imagine is going to be towards the end of the card is the long-awaited, well, I say long-awaited, obviously teased from Final Battle, but the Briscoe brothers, Jay and Mark taking on FTR, Dax Harwood, Cash Wheeler. It's going to be for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship. Are we seeing a title change here? I wouldn't be surprised. I think we... That, mm. could, be, that could be the Bret Hart debut, but they went. But I doubt it. <laughs> the thing is with this, there's a bigger story at play now, which wasn't necessarily the case when FTR first showed up to challenge the Briscoes at Final Battle. FTR look like they are slowly moving now into a face tag team. They fired Tully. Yeah. Dax is saying things like, yeah, we've done horrible things, but here's what we, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, it feels like we're going to slowly turn them face and they're going to be taking on the gun club this week. Great. Who are, of course, a heel tag team. MJF made a, a point in his promo to say that, you know, Pinnacle is still very much a thing and they're going to be stronger than ever. But, you know, actually, I, I can't really see it. I think FTR's turning face. So then does that mean we see them take the titles here? I don't know. Well, the, the only problem I have with this match is that it's not, apart from that segment at the uh, final battle, they've not really had the chance to do anything. But that's only because... Um, the TN- people at TNT didn't want Briscoes to appear. Well, I was going to bring this up, actually. I think I'm going to go with FTR. And then what sort of form the base of that, that prediction is kind of going to what you're, you're saying there, which is that apparently TNT executives are not potentially high on the idea of the Briscoes being on TV because of their style. Um, they're basically concerned about it. But then I don't... No, if I buy that. Well, I thought it was to do with the fact that one of them had a homophobic slur 
on Twitter like 10 years ago. I think, oh, I think that did come out as well. But then if that's the case, look, both sides of the coin, if it's to do with the style itself, that kind of, that doesn't make sense because AEW bleeds, they do bleed in spots every week now. I also think the um, appearance from Nick Gage didn't help. That probably didn't go down well. But then if anything, I mean, that was, that was more Domino's problem <laughs> than anybody else. But... I still maintain. I think that was that was brilliant. I, I think that was that was just perfect, wasn't it? But um, that seems a long time ago. If though. it's the other thing, though, it, again, it's like you, you know, it's bad to go out there and say horrible, silly things. But then, if you genuinely do improve as a person, you should be awarded. Um, I think the opportunity to be able to prove that if you genuinely have changed, and it's not just you know to save face in front of the media. But you see it time and again. I mean, Sammy Guevara. If you if you use that logic for the Briscoes, then you got to take Sammy off. You got to take. But then again, um, they didn't bring in um, Austin Gunn off. You got to take. You know, there's loads of guys that you'll be taking off. But the Brian Kendrick thing never happened. And they tried. They, he was going to go in, and then they found out about this thing he did. Yeah, but that came out, and it was so fresh, though. Yeah. That literally came out as he was going to make the debut. It's it's different, I think, isn't it? But it kind of it feels like everyone's forgotten about the Sammy Guevara moment. I mean, that was obviously a few years before. People that. do forget these things, though. People will forget this stuff because it's just it's it's oh, I can't I don't want to go into it. But oh. people people will forget this sort of stuff. It's just stupid. I mean, people should just watch them hours basically. And if you genuinely believe some of the stuff that some people come out with, then I, to be honest, I feel more sorry for them because it's just stupid, isn't it? Yeah. But at the same time, I think people should be given the chance to show they've changed should they want to make that you know learn from their mistakes and everything but um but anyway, pretty deep for a tag team title yeah, match yeah. but <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm saying FTR I'm sure they, I mean, I was saying FTR but I'm sure they've done something in the indie scene well, we're pretty much the same here all the way up until Lethal and Moriarty but the main event might change it maybe we're finally going to have the winner takes all. Undisputed Ring of Honor World Championship match between newly crowned Jonathan Gresham and the progress former champion. and progress champion. Yeah, our boy, technically our boy. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, he's our boy. Gresham's our boy. Taking on She's Bandido. Also, he's also, right, he's also Jordan um, Jordan Grace's boy. That is true. Yeah, Bandido, former <laughs> former champion, but never lost the title. Obviously, couldn't attend. Um, uh, final battle because he had COVID, which yeah. was a massive shame. But yeah, this is going to be a hell of a match. Well, it's also rumored that Gresham's going to be joining AW. So good, good, good. Let's get him and Brian Danielson. But join the Blackpool. Oh yeah. Well, let's fight first. <laughs> I'd rather see them fight each other than team at the minute. But but um, Bandito is one of my favourites kind of wanting to win but I don't think he'll win I think it might is it a bit soon to take it away from Jonathan Gresham well it's another funny thing or, or, or do you do it now to start afresh because it's it's another weird thing because you go he's we just said like we just said he's won progress which is WWE affiliated he's a ring mm. of honor champion which is AEW affiliated he could be the bridge yeah, he could be. be the bridge between worlds which means will they worlds collide this is what it's like my worlds collide aren't you ready <laughs> whatever but um uh, but does that mean they're going to make him drop the title 
in progress or uh, I think you might be thinking into that a bit much with the progress thing I think it's cool it's, it's a nice fact yeah, it's, isn't it it's, it's a nice like, little fact it's, but it's, is it the equivalent of when Taz beat my awesome in ECW <laughs> is it the equivalent well, is it equivalent it's, I know it's different I don't know man I'm going to say Gresham I think it's a retain I I, I think it's a bit silly. well it's going to be a retain no matter what isn't it that's a good point yeah that's not yeah I'm, I'm saying, go, what are you going to go for? Bandy, gonna... I'm like, I can't, oh, I'm, a yes. fan, I'm a fan, so... No, I'm a fan of Bandy, I love Bandy, though. I think, I don't know, I don't know what the future's going to be like for Ring of Honor. I'm, it's it's awesome, though, that they've got the financial backing now to have a fair shake of things, but um, Tony's going to need a big team, though. He can't he can't do AEW and Ring of Honor by himself. No, but I'm also interested, it's weird, one of those weird things I'm interested in, which is, um, like, commentary and, like, backstage announcers, because... Oh, what was the woman called? Oh, do you reckon we'll get um, Wrestling Re- With Regret? Oh, Brian Zane, possibly. If we get Brian Zane in. Because um, what was the backstage announcer that also wrestled? What's her name? Oh, um, Quinn. Yeah, because she's in WWE now. Is she? Yeah. She's on that NXT. You oh, right, well, I didn't know up. that. Level Up? Yeah. Is she really? Yeah. I, I literally had no idea. I don't know, like I said, I don't know. If... I only, to be fair, I've not really. I I've seen that Santina Morella's daughter's in the kind of performance center lineup now, and Roxy's Roxy, there. Yeah, but she dropped the title ages ago, so it didn't make a difference. Yeah. Oh man, that's pretty cool. Fair play to her. No, I don't know. We'll probably see some familiar faces, but I guess we'll see some new ones too. Yeah. Which I'm not going to say no to. This is a brand new Ring of Honor, so let's start another chapter, I guess. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. Supercard of Honor 15 will deliver, but... Uh, let Standard deliver. Let Standard... You knew where I was going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just wanted it. That's fine. I wanted to set you up. You came in a bit quick, but... Yeah, well... That's not the first time I've heard you've done that. Um, standard you, deliver 2022. What your missus said. Ashley, she... Well, she didn't. <laughs> it's sort of like Flash. Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, serial universe. So we've got... Gordon's alive. <laughs> <laughs> Going downhill quicker than it usually yeah, does, isn't it? A lot quicker than it usually does. No, he's opened up more jokes here. Should we t- talk about Stand and Deliver? Yeah. Um, Six matches here again, isn't it? Yeah, so, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the last time they were in a, they had a takeover slash whatever in a crowd, and it was in Portland uh, in February 2020. Crazy. Nearly every match has someone still there but like Keith Lee beat Dominic Davikovic and that's obviously T-Bar now wow Dakota Tai Dakota Tai Dakota Tai here we go go on Dakota Kai beat Tina Knox Finn Balor beat Johnny Gargano Rhea Ripley beat um, Bianca Belair for the, in the NXT Women's title and now look at what they're doing crazy what it? they've done uh, you had Pete Dunn and Matt Riddle against Undisputed Era and you also had Alan Cole against Champa, so a lot has changed since then. It's gonna be this is a big night as well. So Standard Liver takes place on April second, which is the Saturday, mm. which is gonna be obviously, obviously also day one of WrestleMania. So I mean, I'm guessing that because this is taking place from the American Airlines Center in Dallas, Texas. So that's like the building. It's not far from there, no, is it? It's, it's kind of like you know how they would do. Um, so I guess they've got to go in for standard deliver and then just like I guess walk over to AT and T. I guess it's just because it, it reminds me of um, 
you know how they would do like a, a, the raw after mania like the and there's a building like next to the door to it or whatever mm, kind of yeah. like kind of like how mg msg is to what um the um oh the hammerstein hammerstein is, yeah, yeah 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 i guess so i mean interesting little fact but yeah that's a big day of wrestling i wonder how if that will impact saturday at mania somewhat though because the guys that have been over for standard deliver probably gonna be a bit worn out yeah starts 1 p.m eastern time noon central so yeah that's gonna end up like that'll be like evening for us here there's about a seven to eight hour difference depending on which time zone you look at in the states well mania starts normally at midnight don't it over here um well yeah kind of yeah about ish yeah i don't know this is interesting though i I like it i like that um ziggler's potentially the way he's going to be main event isn't he yeah i don't say nice to see him get a main event but what are the matches for this one right um champa versus tony d'angelo okay does the new guy go over it sounds like Champ is going up to the main roster, so maybe, yeah. I would probably think so. I think Champ has done everything he can do now for NXT. There's nothing left for him to do there. Not really. D'Angelo wins it. But they might do what they did with, like, um, Gargano and um, Kyle O'Reilly, where the guy wins, but gets beaten up. Ah, uh, yeah. But it was a bit, that was, it was a bit different, though. A little. A bit different. He's not leaving the company. He's just going to go to a different brand. What else we got? Uh, let's see. LA Knight versus Gunter. Gunter. Well, Gunter's got a win. Uh, I like to think so. Gunter's got a win. He's got a... Um, no, a match that was on the Wikipedia page a while ago, but then got taken out. <laughs> so I don't know if this was going to happen. Was Wikipedia? Um, Dragonoff versus Roderick Strong for the UK title. Well, isn't that taking place, though, on Wednesday? Roderick Strong has appeared in NXT UK. So I'm not sure... I if... might have completely made that up, but I, I thought I'd read that that match was going to happen on NXT UK tomorrow. But I... Which is probably today when this comes out. But but I thought it was a match that was going to happen on... Hmm. And that usually when they do the UK match on TakeOver, it's usually the best match of the night. Well, it's a strong contender, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So obviously we can't do a prediction on that, but we can predict... Uh, a triple threat for the NXT tag titles. Imperium versus MSK versus the Creed Brothers. The Creed Brothers won the Dusty Classic. Yeah, but doesn't necessarily mean they're going to win the titles. Well, here's a f- this is a story that's come out today. Um, and unfortunately, it's not a good one. Ooh. That Wesley apparently has been abusive to his wife, Kimberly, from Impact. She's in the hospital. No way. She's put that on Twitter. Mm. So that could it could affect the match itself and with with the fact that it's going into a crowd. That's odd because you know what? If I I'm gonna I'm saying Imperium to retain, but I was gonna say I think if anyone was actually gonna win it for a nice swerve, I would have gone MSK. Well, the thing the story is that the Korean Brothers were gonna have a match against Imperium. I think that was gonna be their title shot, but they got beaten up and MSK mm. took their place. And it would sound like MSK are going to turn heel. So they might win it. Hence why, yeah. But but then that story could impact, like you said. Um, oh, I don't know, man. I'll just stick with Imperium. I'll stick with Imperium. 
I will say I'll say for the moment MSK, but like I say, well, I, I want to say MSK, but then like you saying that story, I don't know. I'll say Imperium, just to be different. To watch it be Creed Brothers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what else we got? There's a ladder match somewhere. Yeah, there's a five-way ladder match. A uh, Kamala Hayes defends against Grayson Waller, uh, Santos Escobar, uh, Solo Sikoa, uh, isn't it? Yeah, which is Anuso. Uh huh. And either A Kid, Cameron Grimes, or Roderick Strong. So I guess that's going to be determined on Tuesday. What tonight? Well, on, on um, NXT. Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be A Kid that gets the match. Yeah, I think it's A Kid. Getting a lot of traction at the minute. Obviously, the match itself is going to be for the North American title. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's a retain. Do you know what though? I, I'd really want. I really kind of want to see Santos Escobar with it. Um, I think it might be A Kid. Do you reckon? They if A Kid, it's a hard, this is a hard one to predict because we don't know if A Kid's actually going to be in it. No. But I suppose it's like the Rumble in that regard, isn't it? The fact they did a promo package on him, as if to say like he's coming in. Yeah, I suppose so. It makes sense. But then does he take the title straight away? Uh, it's either him or the Uso. Or Sokoa. Sokoa. Okay. Oh, Sokoa. All right, then. Uh, what else have we got? Mandy Rose defending her women's title against Coda Jade, Cora Jade, Eoshirai and Kimberly Ray. Not Kimberly as in... It's Katie Ray, isn't it? Katie Ray, yeah. Kimber- right. Kimberly, you can yeah. put two together. I'm just... Bang on my glasses. I've lost my glasses. <laughs> um, like Transformers. Because it looked like it was going to be Cora Jane and Mandy Rose on its own, but because Eoshirai and Kaylee Ray won the, the Dusty Women's. Yeah. I, they seem I, to be, in, instead of getting the tag title match, they seem to be getting put in the title match instead. So, oh, I mean, I don't know. I feel like one of them's there to take the fall. Because I think they've been building Cora Jade up recently. They seem to have. They seem to have done. Thing is, though, if if we're saying there's going to be a title change in the North American title picture, we're saying there's going to be one in the tag one, potentially. Potentially. If MSK, you know, nothing happens with that, does it happen in the women's as well? I mean, not if if Toxic Attraction were in a tag match, I would have said probably, but I think it's going to be Mandy Rose retaining because it is going to be interesting in a, with a proper crowd. The reaction that this Mandy Rose character gets? I say Mandy Rose retains on the basis that I don't think maybe they want Cora Jade picking up a, a loss here yet. Because she's like she is kind of big of a big attraction in NXT would, right I, now. I think they would give her a one on one with Mandy more than they would. Yeah, but you know, if you're gonna, oh yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to think that WWE way how they think, isn't it? But yeah, and also the story is that Cora Jade has. Was being trained, was being partnered with um, Raquel Gonzalez. They got she got beaten up by Toxic Attraction. Mm. Then she stole the belts, which is a common wrestling thing. That's a wrestling thing at the moment. Yeah. Uh, um, Who like is she? she? Adam Cole, Red Dragon. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, um, Mandy Rose will probably get the best reaction of all of them, so they'll probably go for her to retain. I'll, I'll go Mandy Rose with you. We need to we need to start disagreeing though. Because I need to pull away from you in the predictions. We've got a lot the same here. I wonder if the main event's going to change that. Uh, well, what Rod- we think is going to be the main Rod- event. Dolph Ziggler versus Braun Breaker. Retaining the NXT title. Does Dolph retain? I say yes, he does. Well, once again, I don't know because it sounds like 
Braun's, Braun's going to go to main roster. Main roster already, which yeah. sounds like um, sounds like a weird thing to say, but they pushed him as well as they could, and he's doing well. And he, but, yeah, and I, and I think that's a good, nice success story to come out of a new NXT, and that is what they're going to need. But how funny is it that Ziggler went from being the guy that all the NXT guys would come up to the main roster and run through, mm. to now he goes down to NXT and he's the one that sees them on their way out <laughs> as the champ. <laughs> yeah, just forever tethered to NXT. No, I, I think um, it's a it's a good thing for Dolph. I like it, but I think Dolph should have that longer anyway. And plus, with, until he gets into a rivalry with um, Robert Reed. Yeah, because they brought back um, Glorious. Exactly. I think it'd be cool, man. I think it'd be cool if for them down the road to do that. But I say Ziggler retains. But then I was thinking this: there's too many. Is there too many heel champions in wrestling? Well, again, it's not one of those things I think you can look at and try and fill a quota for. It's about the story, isn't it? And a, and, a, and a face chaser always. Because WWE, I think, only has like three face champions. Yeah, and two of them, and even on the card. No. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's do Mania 38. Yeah. Night one, Saturday. So we've got seven matches here. I think we'll start with the biggest match of that night. It's guaranteed to be the biggest match of the night. Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. <laughs> with Madcap Moss. Yeah. Um, and, Dolph, and Drew McIntyre will have his um, sword. Drew's going to win. Yeah, I think so. He needs his mania moment now, doesn't he? Yeah, it's, well, the, one of them. The fact that the funny thing is, Happy Corbin's the the story is because Happy Corbin's not lost as Happy Corbin, which is cool. I like yeah. that. And Drew's like, oh, I'm gonna beat your undefeated streak. And um, what better way to do it than at Mania? But it just didn't fit. It didn't feel like a mania match, though. It feels like a mania pre-show, but it's Drew McIntyre, and they want to make him. Probably the next contender after we'll talk about the main event for the second night. Yeah. I think so. I think Drew takes it. That's not going to hurt Happy Corbin. He'll bounce no, back No, I don't think it. there's another Madcap Moss moment. <laughs> yeah. So we're saying that. Okay, that was nice and easy. Yeah. Uh, What's next? Uh, New Day or Kobe Kingston and King Woods, because he's still the king. You know, he is the king. Against um, Seamus and Rich Holland with Butch. With Butch. It's got to be New Day, right? Ah, King Woods is going to beat their ass up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. So I think New Day's going to win it. Like I said about Big E, I reckon that maybe uh, there'll be a Big E moment where he comes. He, he's got I a- think they'll just hit. Like I think someone will hit the big ending or something. Like they'll do. They'll they'll pay like with you know. So they pay tribute to him, but yeah. they'll they'll obviously like find a way to bring Big E and spirit into the match. Yeah, because. He's not going to be. He's. I just. He's not going to be there. I don't think he's going to be. There. It would have been a six man, obviously, if the yeah. didn't happen. So, but it is what it is. So, Pete Dunn slash Butch main event of WrestleMania. Well, main event debut of WrestleMania is as a manager called Butch. Yeah. <laughs> this is honestly, it's a. It was a story that was going around about Adam Cole. Basically, yeah. Change your name. I know it's not shave your hair, but like it looks like he's got short hair when he's wearing that flat peak yeah. cap. <laughs> shave your hair, change your name. Did you're you going to be a manager. Did you hear who turned it down? The Butch name. Oh, no, it was off to someone else. Yeah. Hey, Bull Dempsey. Wow. And that's a long time ago. Wow. Butch Dempsey. 
That even sounds better. Maybe, even if it was a surname. Well, Butch, Butch Dunn. Well, don't, don't forget, he, he had for a while <laughs> ball fit. Oh, God. Um, Butch Pete. Butch. They, they, I, I think they should call him Butch Peter. His name is Butch Peter. That's it now. It's yeah, done. I'm never calling him Pete Dunn again. He's Butch Peter to me. But he is managing the losing team, unfortunately. New Day's going to win that one. I think New Day's going to win. But yeah. I, wouldn't, I would not be surprised if Seamus and Rich Holland get a win. We need to, get to disagree. To get heat. Well, yeah. Um, well, there's got to be some here was winning here, isn't there? But yeah. We'll go for Usos defending the tag titles, SmackDown tag titles against Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Rick Boogs. Um, I think Usos. Do you know what? I'm, I'm saying Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Okay. But Boogs is over. The fact that that's on day one, not day two with obviously the bigger match. Well, they are day one-ish. But they won it day one, didn't they? So... <laughs> Well, that should be night one-ish. You, you, like my, you like my jokes. I think, yeah, no, I think Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Rick Boogs is, is definitely over right now. And I think it, it'd work and for him. The funny thing is, um, well, I was going to say it's a funny thing, but um, Pat is going to be on commentary probably for day one. Yeah. He won't be there for day two. Well, no. So he will do the dance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you need it. There, there's a chance that Austin Fury might beat him up. During the dance. During the dance. There we go. Extra bonus point prediction for you all. Yeah. So I'm, I'm saying you should retain All bit. right. But it's weird that it's on day one and not... Yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Did they have... Were they on day... Are they even there? No. Because, um... What was it? Jay... No, Jimmy wasn't injured um, last year, so he wasn't that. Yeah, he didn't come back until shortly after, was yeah. it? Nah. Um, well, okay. I'm glad we're disagreeing there. That's good. Gives um, me a chance. To break away from the tag matches, because there's a lot, we'll talk about Becky Lynch versus Bianca Bella for the women's title, the Raw. I mean, it's got. It's, on paper, it's a no-brainer, isn't it? You say that, but on Raw, go home, Becky, Bianca Bella cut Becky Lynch's hair. One, yeah. And you know what they say, if you stand tall at the go home, you stare up at the lights on the show. It, it on the main show does that, so it yeah, does it does happen a lot but it doesn't it's not always the case it's not always so. the case I mean, I'm sure like MJF's done it he's mm. not been I'm sure most people have had that but it's a common thing I suppose it's one of those where again do you look at you know mild spoiler alert but looking at the card for night one yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of face wins for me and you've got to have some heel win somewhere, haven't you? But I, do you know what? Does it mean does it make a difference on the the placement on the card though? Because obviously we're just going. Well, it, it does really, doesn't it? And also we we don't know what's going to happen on SmackDown. I know it's, it's not shouldn't really impact this particular match. No, but, but I don't think for be some too of much. the other ones. Because obviously people on SmackDown are on Raw. But no, but we can't see like who stands tall no. on the go home SmackDown. So again, it's difficult to to kind of really call it. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say Bianca. Because I think that's a good WrestleMania I, moment. I think she deserves it. I've I'm, I'm said Bianca before you, so... Yeah. Even, even before the haircutting moment, I'd have said Bianca. Cause well, it feels like it's just it's meant to be, isn't it? But then again, we'd said this about Becky Lynch against Shane Baszler a couple of years ago. Mm. Well, I don't know if you... Do, do you want to do the, the next women's title match next? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, go on. Charlotte Flair for Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's title. Which is the main event match of the night. We've been told that. It's the last match of the night. Main event night. match, yeah. 
but we're not, but not the main not event our, segment, which we are going to come yeah, to. And it's not the main event for our predictions on this day. <laughs> I just, this is the one I'm going to say the, the heel retain. I actually think Charlotte Flair retains this. But only only because I kind of like I've got to. Otherwise, like I said, like I'm just picking all the faces. I mean, she has got a good mania record. So unless Happy Corbin does beat Drew. But Charlotte taking Charlotte, out... Charlotte technically hasn't lost at Mania. Has she? Well, she has. She lost the triple threat. Didn't she, she at 35. Pinned. Yeah, but she's still a losing participant of the match. Okay, I'm saying Charlotte. Charlotte beats Rousey. I, I'm going to assume you're saying Ronda. I'm saying Ronda, but... I think you're right. <laughs> this is a silly prediction. <laughs> I'm going to say... I, I, but some, sometimes, sometimes the... Um, like we said with... It's sometimes you've got to take a wild card pick. Um, okay, we've good. got Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio versus The Miz and Logan Paul, which could be this Dominic, year's Bad Bunny. Dominic is going to turn heel on his dad, going to take his mask off, put it on his own head, going to walk out of the ring, going to leave Ray with no mask on. Logan Paul is there as well, I suppose, might as yeah. well be. I mean, there's there's this video <laughs> of him training and he does. <laughs> I'm not watching it myself, but the people saying how good Logan Paul looked. I mean, look, if 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 he if he if it's entertaining, cool. They're world wrestling entertainment, so it bloody should be. But honestly, legit, I, I, I they could, man, they could do this. Dominic turns on Ray. They did. We, the, they Miz took his mask off recently. Yeah. Right on. What was it? Raw last week. Yeah, but this week, this week from the Raw just happening, they did the double six one nine on Miz and Miz. I think Miz and Logan Paul win. I think they're going to beat the Mysterios. Dominic turns heel on his dad and rips his mask off. That's what's going to happen. I'd take that Rey Mysterio on the front cover of 2K22. Can't get on the servers. That's what you get. That's what you get. Even your son doesn't like it because he can't get on the servers. Oh. <laughs> That's the storyline, but it is. I'd like it to happen, but what the servers? Well, I like I like Dominic to be the heel <laughs> against Ray, but they've been it was teased at Rumble. It never happened. It's been teased a lot. Well, I didn't really tease it at the Rumble before the Rumble. They did, but they never appeared together. Yeah, but then was that because of the Shane McMahon stuff? Probably. But like I said, this this could Logan, happen. Logan Paul could Logan Paul could be the Bad Bunny of this year. I know it's Miz again in the tag match. He's not going to be the John Knoxville. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> he could be, and like I said, I hope he is. And give him, you know, we'll give him a chance. He showed up a few times. He's obviously, you know, he's got some sort of interest in it. Let's just hope he does well. And it could, it could be, it could even be rating heel. Imagine that. Ooh. We never. We'll find. We'll find. Yeah, but it's an easier heel turn to have your sons if- take your mask off, isn't it? Unless Ray takes his whole face off, I suppose that's a bit different, but it's not really PG. Well, mind you, they, his eye out. Mind you, they, they, yeah, he had his eye out, and they did set someone on fire a few, uh, well, a couple of years ago, and then yeah. then sacked him. So, yeah, I suppose. There's also that, there's always a double being fired, isn't it? There's always those stories about him coming back. Like, they always do with everyone. Could it happen? Could it well, happen if, he just, if he controls his narrative. <laughs> oh, yeah, we should have talked about that, really. The control your narrative. Maybe next week. Yeah, maybe. We'll wait for some more rules to come out so for it. So you're saying... 
No, I'm going to say Logan Paul and Miz. I'm saying... Uh, Miz Paul. I, the servers do actually work for me now, by the way. I just want to put it out there, because I know you seem really concerned. Not me. Don't um, lie about it. <laughs> people might, but not me. <laughs> I'm going to leave for Ray and Dominic, because... Nah, you're shit, mate. You're... But there's always a chance that it could happen after the match. There is one TBA sort of match. Well, two TBA well, yeah, actually we know, matches. We know what this is. Well, do we, though? So, Seth freaking Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. Taking on TBA. I don't know who TBA is. Is that a new wrestler? Um, they spelled Cody Rhodes wrong. <laughs> Cody Rhodes! I mean, Wrestling has more than one royal but family. He's going to get cool, um, announced by Vince. I kind of, I kind of, I, kind of, I don't know though. You said this earlier on. I honestly, there's, there's still all the potential in the world for this to be a huge swerve. Because no, he's, you know, an, he's an AEW. You know what WWE is like, man. And I hope that they, I hope in a way that it's not Stevenson because everybody and their bloody mum and their dog thinks it's going to be Cody Rhodes. Yeah. So if it's going to be anyone else now other than Cody Rhodes it's going to feel like a disappointment, which is really weird considering I don't really care to see Cody Rhodes anywhere. I just... No, it's going to get a reaction. <laughs> of course it's going to get a reaction, and that's that's the part of me that looks forward to it because I like those reactions. But it's... it's it's And if they're not going to come through with it, then they've really, really put themselves in a bad spot there. So I, I think they kind of have to. It's... They're going to kind of have to, because no matter who else you put out there, it's not going to go... If if anyone else's music hits, and it's not Cody... Well, like I said... If people aren't going to care, and it's going to deflate, I reckon. It'll, the stadium will just feel like deflated. You know, you know who I, I, it could, they could tease it as? And they've done this before at Mania. Stardust. Elias. <laughs> oh, by the way, we're going to say Cody Rhodes, right? Well, if it's Cody Rhodes that, that shows up, then it's going to have to be Cody Rhodes, isn't it? But I would absolutely lull. If, I would bloody lull if it was Seth freaking Rollins. The thing about Seth freaking Rollins is that he's been so entertaining. The video... The, I don't know if He you, has been very entertaining. Oh, Seth freaking Rollins. The, I don't know if you saw the video that gave this match announcement. Which match? Against Cody. With who? For Rollins, the match. For who? For Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins! <laughs> Is it Moose? It's going to be Seth freaking Rollins versus Moose. Come on, could you imagine? <laughs> it better be Steve Blackman or I'm going to be pissed off. If it's Cody Rhodes and not Steve Blackman, I'm going to kick off. Yeah. But yeah, the, the um, yeah, have you watched the Seth freaking Rollins? Seth freaking Rollins! Talking to Vince about how it's, it's that, there's a video that's like four or five minutes long and it's so entertaining. <laughs> it's so funny. It's that sit down in the office, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Freaking Rollins! I swear Vince is trying not to laugh. <laughs> The fact, the fact that oh. Seth freaking Rollins last the the dinosaur bones. Uh, <laughs> what we're talking about, Seth freaking Rollins. We need to talk about. <laughs> Have you seen in my rise? I know. I'm going back to WWE 2K22. We'll talk about it more in depth at some point. Yeah. But um, <laughs> the bit of him in the gym. That's not. The, it's not Seth Rollins doing the the voice acting, is it? It might. Be. It's not. Have you? Do you know which bit I'm on about? I'm not sure because I've I'm I'm done the, I'm starting the women's one. Listen to this. I'm going to pull it up for you right now. Because there was a part of me that didn't think it's Edge to begin with because it sounded like a different recording. Literally in the game, 
in my rise. It's like there's a bit where you go like the dojo, and he's just there wearing his like a uh, like I think like a judo like attire, right? And like <laughs> the voice actually is like. Though you're going to be in the Royal Rumble, it's just like proper spit all over the mic. You've got to—I can't find it, but you've got to watch it. I know I've done that story, but I only did one person. I think I'm playing Royal Rumble for not. <laughs> it's literally what it's Hang like. On. Did Tasmaniac do this? <laughs> Might as well have done. That wasn't Tasmaniac. It was Seth freaking Rollins. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Um, no, he's not going to win though. And then obviously. <laughs> The, the, the main, the main, main, main segment is um, the KO show with Kevin Owens and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a reason why this is not. This is the closer, not just a. Uh... I've laughed at you many times. We've talked about it numerous times on the show that Stone Cold was rumored to be returning in ring to fight Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. But if you're going to put it as the main event segment of the night it's going to close Wrestlemania night one yeah it's got to be a match isn't it it has to be there's no other way unless because the build up was Kevin Owens talking shit about Texas and obviously there's a lot of Texas wrestlers like Stone Cold and Untaker Booker T Shawn Michaels is it just a segment where all the legends come out possibly that could that could be another that could be another thing but it has to end with a stunner but then do you do it where it's like what we said before with Rock and Eric Rowan and it's just like, Could yeah, be. it was a match, but it was like, like that, done. But the thing is, the difference between a stunner and a rock bomb is the, the stunner has segments to it. The rock bomb just has one little bit that can happen. It's, it's, the rock bomb can be hit from no, from nowhere. Yeah. Kind of. The stunner's, the stunner's a, not really. Yeah. You never really saw a stunner from coming out of midair, did you? Well, no, otherwise it turns into a cutter, doesn't it? Yeah. Because that's what I mean. Like, you can reverse the stunner from the boot. You can reverse it from the, you know... Putting the arm around the neck and stuff. Yeah, man. Stunner. Best move of all time anyway. My favourite finisher ever. I think I said okay, and I'm sticking with it. Mm, okay, you stick with it. Okay, well, if, if that is the case, though, if it does turn into a match, then Austin obviously Austin. wins. But it'd be funny if Kevin Owens wins. Oh, my God. I'd, I'd, honestly, I'd think it'd be great. I think it'd be awesome, but I can't see it happening. I think it is close to what you're saying there. I think maybe Legend's coming out at the if, end. If, because last time Austin... Seeing a taker entrance at Mania again, yeah. I mean, even if just for that, and it, it'll, it'll something. When, when is because it's the first Hall of Fame they could do in day in two days. Yeah, the two day show. So what they could they do both days? Because it might not be the same people both days. But I don't know. Probably just day one, isn't it? Yeah. But that's day one. What about day two? Ah, uh, let's let's start with the triple threat tag for the Raw tag titles with RK Bro defending against Street Profits and Alpha Academy. Do you know what I think? Alpha Academy. Okay. Yep. I'd have, even though I'd have loved to have seen Orton against Riddle. Um, RK Bro is still massively over. The I think you've got to keep them together whilst they're still so entertaining. But I think what a moment for Alpha Academy. For Gable and Otis, man, I think that's cool. But they, I think we do it. They are teasing Street Profits heel. There an, they did when um, Arca Bro won the tag titles from Africa Academy and their match with Kevin Owens and Street uh, Seth Frickin Rollins. Seth, I oh, can't. I'm not doing it. No. <laughs> it's outstanding. It's welcome. <laughs> but during that match, Orton did they they didn't Arca from a moonsault from Chad Gable, which could have been easily done at Mania. 
but obviously with more fans, it could. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm saying Alpha Academy. I was saying Street Profits. So once again, what's the team? With, not the person we didn't talk <laughs> exactly, about. Exactly. I know. Um, now this one I'm looking forward to, but I'm not sure why. Omos against Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Omos wins it, but I I really like I prefer Lashley. But if they are going to put stock into Omos, he should win. Because before it was Bobby Lashley, there was talk about uh, Gable Stevens coming in and squashing Omos. Well, this is but this is what I mean. It depends what you want to do now with Omos. Like if they're going to focus on pushing him as a big monster, he kind of has to beat Lashley. Yeah, and. <coughs> Excuse me, and it probably needs to be a squash. It kind of does, but I want. I love Bobby Lashley and what he's done. I love Lashley since, but he, since he's come back. If that's the way the booking's going to be, I think that's how it should go. And we don't know how good he is from because he's just come back from injury, and we don't know how if he's one hundred percent or not. So we don't really know how much of Bobby Lashley being Bobby Lashley could do. But I must have looked so. It'll be interesting to see how Lashley can sort of. I want to say carry Omos through it, but. You know, mm. you hear all the stories about Imos, but I want the best for him. He's a, he's very unique. Oh yeah, they got no very unique. Like him. It'd be awesome to see him actually, you know, do really well here. But it's depends what they want to do with him in the future because they tend to sort of give up sometimes on these little guys and they turn into com- comedy acts. Thank God they never did it with John Gonzalez because they got rid of him since they yeah. did. Well, there you go. But yeah, um, Imos is going to win. Imos, but... Imos squash match. That's what's going to happen. What's next? We'll go for uh, the fatal four-way for the women's tag title match. Okay. Uh, Queen Selena and Carmella against Sasha Banks and Naomi versus Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan against Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Do you know what? I've been thinking it's going to be Banks and Naomi, but I really am on the edge between them and Ripley and Morgan. But there's also a part of me that thinks retain. Well, once again, they're doing this... The Teasing fight, the breakup. The season breakup, even though they've won the title. Very recently. Yeah. But then that's what I mean. Like, If you're going to tease a breakup, do it soon, I guess. Because the funny thing is, Sasha Banks has not won at Mania yet, which is weird to say. That is mad, but then do you have her first win in, in a tag? I'm not saying it taints it, but it's just... But it seems like everyone you, wants... It feels like that's a good booking angle to go into for a one-on-one. It seems like more people want Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley to win. I think they're a, a more interesting fit. Yeah. And they together. S- I think it it's... Because what's the tag name? It's like uh, Living Nightmare or something, isn't it? Is that what it was? Living Brutality? Is it? Something like I that. thought it was like a nightmare or something. I don't know. Like, I don't know, like an American nightmare or something. Who? Oh, we've already done. We've already done him now. Cold show. I don't know. I've got to make a decision, but I'm going to make a decision depending on what you're going to go for, so I can make sure mine's definitely. Different I'm going to go. I'm going to go for Morgan and Ripley. Oh, bollocks! That's what I wanted. <laughs> but I do. <laughs> I, I do, just said I it, do didn't want I? Banks to get her moment and win, but I don't think it's the right match. I, I can't. I've got to go. I don't want to do this and then just you know for the sake of doing it, I'm going to go rear and live. Because Liv Morgan, it's not that long ago. I mean, I picked her for the chamber. It's not that long ago she was a, you know, credible threat for Raw Women's title. Let she, alone, yeah, that's the, that's the problem. That's the problem with this match. There's so many people that could have been challenging for the titles. Yeah, and then Natalia and Baszler. Take, I mean, I don't, I don't even know what that's about. 
But the fact that it feels like it's been changed, that match has been changed like every week. Literally. Baszler's just another one of those now, we'll just keep throwing her in a tag team. Yeah. Don't know what to do with her. So, well, what a shame. Well, Natalia getting a match on Mania again. Yeah, I know. All right, what's next? Uh, we'll go for the main event of Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn, and anything goes. <laughs> anything goes, slash Extreme Rules, slash. I think Knox, Knoxville's probably going to take some. I may maybe one or two bumps, but I don't think it'll take anything massive. Really, it's going to be more to do with Jackass Crew itself. Do you want those keys, mate? Well, well, if they're all yeah, there's probably going to be a that's, handful that's of the them there. Why, isn't that's there? the reason why this is happening. The Jackass Crew can get involved, but who wins though? I think Johnny Knoxville's going to win. Yeah. If, it, if it's anyone that could have done this, it is Zane. Yeah, I know, man. I know. But you sort of, you brought this up recently. Like, what was the idea of it now? Like, cause before, with Rumble at least, it was to promote Jackass Forever. But, you know, we're not promoting it now still, are we? This is a different sort of thing. If it was streamed on the Peacock network, but it's on a different network, it would make a lot more sense. Well... It's kind of, I don't know. I, I agree. I say John Knoxville. Don't get me wrong. I've enjoyed some of the stuff I've seen there. Like, the whole angle with Knoxville um, having Sami Zayn's number on that plane. That was funny. Yeah. I'm not going to slate it because, again, it's WrestleMania and it's it's meant to be just it's, a bit of fun, it's, this. Yeah, it's just wrestling. It's... Yeah, it's meant to be a bit of fun, but I don't know. It's Johnny Knoxville who, as well, I guess. Not, yeah, who knows? This could lead to, like, a run for Knoxville. But then, <laughs> run for Knoxville. Yeah. That's, that's... Um, Kane, isn't it? Well, wow. He's running for Knoxville. Where he was. He still is. He still is. Um, There's no talk about much. But then do I, does that mean that I'm picking both the celebrity, uh, rest, well, both the celebrities to win at Mania? It's happened before. Oh, it's going to happen again then, I guess, because that's my pick. What's next? Well, think, yeah, well, think, <laughs> well, going back, before we go to that, think of how Who's many, next? How many times has a celebrity not won a match? It's very rare. Mm. Well, that is true. Yeah. Um, Speaking of who's next, though, I th- can you imagine? I know this is going back a bit, but can you imagine instead of Cody Rhodes, it's actually Goldberg. Well, he's going to be there. Goldberg versus Seth fucking Rollins. Goldberg is doing um, the. Goldberg might come out for with Austin. Well, not with Austin, but he might come out for that segment. Could. They're uh, buddies, could aren't he? they? I was going to say the Texas thing, but. I don't... We'll see about that, anyway. We'll see. We'll but we'll he's see. he's we'll definitely see. there that weekend. Yeah, yeah, but loads of people that weekend doesn't mean we're going to see yeah. them all. I mean, they're basically all there though for Mania, aren't they? Now this match could be the match of the weekend. It's Big Pat against Little Austin Fury. <laughs> Little Austin. Um, I think Austin Theory. He's got the McMahon. Yeah, Austin Theory. Do you know what I was thinking? This could be a heel turn for Michael Cole again. <laughs> I don't know. It's one, of those, it's, one of those, it's one of those things where... What, and have like Michael Pat, Cole love Austin Theory well, like the, he did The Miz? Well, the, Pat, the fact Pat is talking and putting Michael Cole over so well as like the greatest of all time, which they kind of have to now because he's the only one still around. Well, yeah, then they can't acknowledge JR. No. Maybe. Interesting. I like that it take. May, maybe because, um, going back to 2K22, if you, if you were, had a match with Joey Lawler at Mania... Michael Cole would meant to go back to Hill persona. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting, maybe. I'm I'm saying Austin Theory regardless. Whatever want, type of finish it is. I want Pat to win, so I'll go for Pat. It'll be a screwy finish. But once again, we're going by... It's not, we're, we're, we've not seen Smackdown. Yeah. 
So, well, yeah. Because I don't think Pat had a match on, or didn't do anything on Raw, but Austin Free beat Ricochet. So, um, yeah, not mm. good luck for the IC title. We'll see. No. Which we should probably take a moment now to say that both IC champion Ricochet and US ta- champion Finn Balor, um, both in the same match, which is going to be the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, which is actually taking place at SmackDown, is yeah. it? Yeah. But I thought um, Ricochet was against. Um, Umberto Carrillo and um, Angel Garza in Triple Threat. I thought that had been dropped. Yeah, that's what it looked like. It's for what's going to happen. And they. I thought it had been dropped. It. But yeah. I guess there's time for them to add more. Yeah. You know, they probably still could add more. And but I don't, I don't mind the fact that they're, they're doing this again. Like they did last year. No. Do you remember who won last year's Android Giant? No, I don't actually. Jay Uso. I don't even remember it. They did it on SmackDown. That's Crazy. Why. Crazy. Um, now this, no, no jokes aside. I'm actually, I am looking forward to Edge versus AJ Styles. There's no way you don't want to see Edge versus AJ Styles. That's a dream match. Yeah. But especially now with Edge's new kind of persona, he's got the new music. He's got um, this kind of like that lighting. It's it's not like an Undertaker entrance, but it probably is going to be one of those like cool different entrances of the night. Yeah. You know, and AJ's AJ, but I think the match will be. I reckon the match could steal the show, but that's always the problem with these ones. Is sometimes you can really, you know, that's sometimes how you disappoint yourself if it's not how you imagine it being. And I think this is going to be a bit of a slower paced match. I think they will take their time with this one. Could do. I think they will. I don't think we're talking like last man standing or whatever it was, or whatever it was for Edge and Orton. That one that went on for like ten hours. Oh, last man standing. Yeah. I don't think we're, talk- we're not going that long, but I do think this is going to be a longer one. I think it's going to be a slower one. It's not going to be all quick. I mean, both of these guys are in their 40s, right? Yeah. Actually, most of the guys during WrestleMania, I saw a fact somewhere on Twitter, most of like the main event like guys here for WrestleMania's night, and, uh, night one and two are all like 35 plus. Oh, yeah. There's only, Crazy, isn't it? Apart from the women, I don't think anyone really is under... And apart from Austin Fury, really, under 30. Mental. Who do you think takes this, though? Other than the fans, because, well, I think we're all going like to win it. I like to think this could be... Because I was thinking about this... I think about Jay Styles at Mania earlier today, actually. And about... His Mania record of match, of match quality has been pretty good. This is it, though. I think, realistically, his Mania record is... In terms of the guys he's actually gone up against, win, loss, or draw... You know, he's took he's taken on Taker at Mania, Jericho, New Day, yeah. Shane McMahon, Orton, yeah. and now Edge. Like that's so who's who? Um Which makes you go, fucking no, he's been in WWE longer than you think. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I think AJ wins. I want AJ to win, but Edge It's a good time for Edge to win. Don't get me wrong, like the new the character change makes that really fresh. But I think Edge win. I, 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 Edge doesn't lose anything by losing, does he? And AJ doesn't really. But as, as long as it's a good match, I just think Edge I, well, puts him I over. Think that feels bad to say, but as long as it's a good match, I don't care the result of wins or losses. But do you know what? A lot of the time, you can say that about most matches, really. But it's it's one of those like you do invest in certain winners because you are supposed to as well. Yeah, so it's different. It's different from going because like maybe Shawn Michaels Undertaker Mania twenty six. 
it was like, well, I don't want Taker to lose because they'll lose the streak, but you don't want Michael to lose because they'll lose I his know, career. I know, but that's the thing. But that, that's why those matches are just, they're a different level of special. Yeah, we don't... And Taker Mania matches always, like, they it lost it after the, the loss to Lesnar because yeah. it just wasn't quite the same, like, whether he wins or not. But as a fan, that's it's proper, like, oh, my God, Taker's can't, he can't lose. You know, you don't really get that anymore, and We never you, know but... how much longer we've got age for. So, well, this thing, but the guy, he's, he looks great at the minute. Yeah. I don't think he's going anywhere in time soon. And so, I, I still say AJ, though. I'm sticking with AJ. I think, I think AJ will win it. But I want, um, it's going to be a great match. And once again, we'll, we can't say, oh, Altbridge to perform AJ out because it's, it's not going to happen. No. What about a winner take all, Ash? What, Brock versus Roman? The main event, two Paul Heyman guys going at each other. It's Ryback versus CM Punk. Winner takes all. Wait, what year is it? It's yeah. Roman Reigns. Universal champion. He's going to be with Paul Heyman. Goes up against Lesnar. Um, there's going to be some shit towsery here, isn't there? There's, there's always going to be some of that. It's going to be run-ins from the New Day. Uh, the New Day. Be run-ins from the Usos. Uh, Paul Heyman, I guess, is going to... Um, I'm probably... loving both Brock and Roman. I think, Brock, I think Brock has been brilliant. It's weird because he looks like he's having fun for the first time. And so like... In his life. <laughs> he does, though. He does. And it translates better on screen. And it actually makes him work as a face. Hmm. And letting Roman just be Roman and just be a cool heel has just completely revitalised him as well. This is actually the first time ever, and I'm not exaggerating, but the first time ever that I'm actually mildly interested in a rock in a Brock versus Roman match. But you say the name Rock. Well, because Rock's going to be next year, isn't it? Well, you say that. I've got a feeling... My my pick is Roman. And the way Mania's going to end is The Rock comes out. If The Rock comes out at the end of Mania to do a stare down with Roman... To set up for next year. Then that's that's cool. I like that, but it's got. We've got to do it at some point. I think Roman wins as well. I'm agreeing with that. Roman takes takes them both here. It's funny. This is probably the first, and that's why I think Roman's going to stay champion for the year. And it's probably the first championship reign I can think of in my lifetime where I've not been bored of the champion. For for it to be such a long reign as well, because I got bored of Becky Lynch's reign because she was beating people, and sometimes it felt like she shouldn't have won. But Roman's been so... The gimmick has been so good and the, the involvement of Heyman and the Usos has just been brilliant. Yeah, once again, it's Lesnar and Roman at the Mania and they're back there. 31 was good. Mm. 34, fell asleep. thing is, though, 31 was good because of the, 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 the finish. That, but it was also a good match before that. It was, but it was just... It, <laughs> It's hard. I think I, I think you're right. All the ones that came after that suffered more because people really did sour on Roman a lot more by that point. But equally, they were also sour on Brock. Mm. So it was kind of like you didn't really care either either or. But, but now that we're actually enjoying something Brock's doing, yeah. we're enjoying something Roman's doing, it does make it... The only thing is, though, I, I think this really does have to be it. Like, no, we don't know more Brock and Roman after this. Yeah. We don't need any more Brock and Roman after this one. Let's close the door on it. Roman take to get in the win here makes complete sense. I'm happy with it. I think they'll have a cool match. I think they'll go in there and beat 
snot out of each other. Cool, man. I'm, they, I'm up for that. Are, they're two big boys. They are teasing blood. Well, they have done, haven't they? Mm. And Brock got busted open at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Um, they mentioned when Roman got busted open at 34. This really is happening only because of Roman not making day one. I wonder. I would love to know what the plan was for Mania. If it was meant to be this... Nah, it's probably this all along, wasn't it? But not as an undisputed title. Oh, I don't know. The The plan for that seemed to be... I mean, there were rumours going around about that like last year, end of last year. So this just mean that the brand split's ending again? Yeah, but this is what happens, isn't it, in wrestling? And in WWE, this is what happens. You know, like, we we just sort of go backwards and forwards. Like, we have, like, a all brand the, split, all, then all we the, don't, then we do, then we don't. Although the last brand split, the first brand split started with the universe title, the, Un- the Undisputed title. Oh, yeah, that's true. Where they keep showing up in both shows, but... We well, I guess we'll see. We'll see what they want to I do. Think, with it I think I think that also they would have done a split, then the split if they'd done the unification for both the women's titles and the tag titles and that kind of stuff. They probably only need the one world title at the moment. Um, last last thing I want to mention about the main weekend itself. Mm. Returns debuts apart from the obvious one that will. What Steve Blackman? Yeah. Um. Well, Funaki. Might show up. Any joke? Any joke ones? We've been, we've been a bit serious here. With, um. <laughs> Debuts or returns? Because obviously, like we said, Gable Stevens was rumoured to be against Omos. He could appear yeah. after the match. Well, like I say, I mean, it, there's still all the possibility in the world that it's not Cody and they, you know, someone else and they swerve you, but. Um, because um, I'm thinking Bailey to return to interfere or attack Ronda Rousey or... I don't really know because it, it's... Yeah, maybe. Because that, that, that's probably a way to, of WWE getting out of, you know, if Charlotte does win. Which is, again, yeah, it's my prediction. But then if she does win, it's got to be a screwy finish. Yeah. So, maybe. I don't know. I can't really see though anywhere else where it looks like it would happen. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll we'll see what happens both nights of WrestleMania. We'll see what happens to Stand and Deliver. See what happens at Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor 15, and all the other wrestling that we've got this week. It is Wrestling Christmas, everybody, and we hope that you're well, all having a good fun. Well, Hanukkah, because it's my days. Well, okay, I mean... Christmas, Christmas in one day. Tomato, potato. Tomato, tomato. Potata, piñata, I guess, whatever. Oh, WCW in 2000. <laughs> yeah, that's the best year. But um, I, I tell you, it pretty much wraps us up. Yeah, how long have we been going on for? About five hours? About the same time as WrestleMania week. So <laughs> we'll be we'll be back next week. We'll cover um, all the wrestling that we've then gone through. See, um, I take it... We'll do my celebration for when I beat you. Predictions. Piss, piss off. Uh, I, t- well, I take know. it. I take it. Um, Ring of Honor is on um, Fight TV. Ring of Honor is on Fight TV. Available on pay per view. Of course, the WWE events are all premium live events, so you will find those on the WWE Network. Or if you're paying twenty quid on BT Box Office, and go ahead. <laughs> we hope wherever you are in the world that you are ha- you are having a great day and enjoying yourselves because it's WrestleMania week, baby. If you have enjoyed the episode. Please do leave a uh, like, subscribe, follow, whatever the lingo may be. Do give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whichever one. They both do it. Five stars, good. 
any other stars i mean if you want i mean we appreciate just taking the time out of your day i guess but five's nice um <laughs> but yeah aside from that we're on youtube yeah unbelievably tmof wrestling you can go on there we've dropped another video out of doing a tier list episode two for every wwe video game ever made episode three will be dropping in the next couple of weeks um but yeah aside from that i suppose talk to us on social media as well if you want if you want i'm free now if you want to he's free now you know hit him up hit him up hit him up ladies at tmof underscore wrestling ash is going to be there waiting with the belt round him like Shawn michaels or like sammy and ty yeah that'll be me and ash Really? Yeah, we're gonna be we're the we're gonna be Sammy. We're gonna recreate the Sammy and Ty I'm picture. Thinking, I'm thinking you'd be more the Vicky Guerrero. No, I mean, do you remember that one? Don't just Vicky Guerrero. No, but I, I'm just saying, do you remember that one? I do remember that one. Yeah. Did Melina do? Do you know one well? thing we should have said? Now you have mentioned Vicky. I know we've come to the end of this, but that Thunder Rosa segment with Vicky Guerrero. Please don't. Poor. Very poor. But what isn't poor is you. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Ash, do you want to just send a babe? Uh, yeah. Go home. Go home, you bastards. Go home, you bastards. It's WrestleMania weekend. Put your telly on. Get um, your beers out. Have a chicken. Should we, should we do a joke? Get, have a chicken. Should we end on a joke? Or, um, oh, my life is the joke. Go on, Ed. What do you call a WWE wrestler who works in, in an ice cream shop? Stone Cold. No. Code Stone... Steve Austin. What? Coldstone, Steve Austin. Who wrote that? I don't know. Lock them up. Happy WrestleMania week, everybody. Woo! Woo! Fucking vibe. Fucking Rollins. <laughs> <laughs>